KIDO Talk Radio, 1075 FM and 580 AM. Kevin Miller in the morning on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Dave. As you're coming through the Canyon County area, you do have a report of a broken down vehicle right near 30.5. Flashers are on and lanes are blocked here. So just be aware of that as you come through Canyon County. Also, ramp work begins today at exit 26. Fairly Reliable Bob's has offered friendly family service since 1975 at 23rd and Main in downtown Boise. Fairly Reliable Bob's right on the corner and right on the deal for over 47 years. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Are you going to be looking at sunshine again today? Highs near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Glenn in Nampa. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Yeah. Hello, Glenn. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can. We were listening in on your conversation. Sorry about that. Um, so with all this news with the Trump warrant and the, not the warrant, well, whatever, church warrant, there's a piece of information that I haven't really seen in the news or heard you talk about, and that was the CDC changing the guidelines on quarantining for COVID-19. Did you happen to see any of that story? Uh, believe it or not, I am on the, I guess for the station, but I am their contact for for the radio stations, all six of them. I am somehow um, been deemed by that. I saw that before it was published, yes, for some strange reason. You're the COVID czar, apparently. So... <laughs> What's interesting is that they've changed the quarantine guidelines and the rationale behind it is that they estimate that 95% of the U.S. population has either been vaccinated or caught COVID or both. And that by them either having COVID or being vaccinated, they have a strong protection against getting serious illness from COVID. And so they've changed their quarantine guidelines. And... To me, I think in light of that, why are we still having a vaccine mandate? Um, I just wanted to throw that out there that people, you know, it would make sense that if 95% have already had COVID or had the shot, that uh, there's no need for these COVID mandates anymore. Um, As far as Ammon Bundy in his letter, there's a lot of things he says about the governor that I agree with. Um, uh, you know, the, the COVID vaccine mandate affected me and my family in many ways personally. And uh, I think that there's some concerns that I have where he thinks it's okay for a private employer to put forth a mandate, but not the federal government. When in a lot of ways, a lot of these large corporations wield almost the same power as the government over their employees. Um, especially when you had the three healthcare companies come out on the same day and announce all their mandates on the same day where pretty much they have a monopoly on healthcare. And so it's not like a healthcare worker can go get another job easily when the majority of the companies have that mandate. Um, enjoy your time in Oregon. Uh, hopefully they'll leave you alone and let you sit on the beach and, uh, read your book in your chair. Uh, I would be careful talking about your portable studio at the nuclear football 
in light of what happened in Florida recently. Uh, we don't want to encourage the FBI to come pay you a visit yeah. looking for classified material. They might take the nuclear football from me. Um, but, you know, Glenn, that's how you and I met. We're at those protests. So uh, as we have a little time here before we get to everybody else, and um, by the way, we encourage people to read that letter on our website, and I didn't edit it. It's from Ammon Bundy and expressing his concerns. And I wanted to keep it private, but look, Ammon Bundy is his own man. Um, you know, they uh, we he was supposed to come on a couple times, and he expresses his concern about the direction of the program. I, I don't believe it's funny I've ever been, like, called pro-Brad Little, but uh, I digress. Um, but your thoughts on the fact that we had all those protests and all those people were marginalized and moved away from their jobs. And in reality, nobody was held accountable for it. Not it, the, the governor certainly wasn't in the primary. Uh, and, and I've said, you know, and I said back then, I, I don't think that people will remember. Now, you lived this because it impacted you directly and your family directly. Your reaction to my, my analysis there? You know, I think it, it's strange to me because I think what they did is they divided the group. Um, as people were protesting, they started giving people some exemptions and uh, things like that. And once I think the people had their exemptions and it didn't affect them directly anymore, they stopped going to the protests. And that's why I think our numbers dropped. And then once the protests kind of went away, then they started going through and going back and pulling these exemptions. Um, and for me personally, it's something that is very high on my priority. And, you know, it's one of those things that's a deal breaker for me with the governor. Um, and as far as with Ammon Bundy's letter, um, you know, there are a lot, a lot of critics of the governor here. And I think in your effort to play devil's advocate and uh, try to make sure that you still have a fair and balanced conversation, you know, you do talk about the governor and he has done some good with what he's done. He's not totally bad, um, but there's just some things that I really don't like that he's done and I can't bring myself to vote for him. Right. But I don't think, you know, and my point getting, and I'll write my other side of the story is you can't dictate what's going to be on the program. And there are some things that no, he didn't write. The that, there, there are some things that he put in there that, or that he didn't mention that pretty much it was a dictate. You are going to talk about this. And if you don't talk about how bad the governor is, then we're not coming on. Well, and it, it, the, the whole the whole thing about your show is you let the people come, come in and say what they want to say, whether you agree with it or not, whether they have a potty mouth and you've got to bleep them out, uh, calling you a, a, a Nazi. Nazi this morning. Yes. Yeah, I was listening. I listen on the app all the time because oh. I can't have the radio on, and it came through. I heard it all, and you're like, I bleeped it out, and I'm like, uh, oh. no, you didn't. Right. And then you explain the difference with the app. So, yes, he was know. very descriptive of not just saying Nazi, but calling me a blanking Nazi. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He had a Beto O'Rourke moment. He did. He did. Yeah. So, you know, 
it's your show. It's your house. You make the rules and you have very few rules. And like I said, people can say what they want. And I don't think that someone should be able to come on and dictate what, what you need to say. That's just not how it works. Yeah. Not at all. So. Well, we appreciate you, Glenn. Uh, I'll think of you at our, uh, our spot that we vacation together at different times. Yeah. Eat some crab for me over there. Enjoy the restaurant. Uh, maybe we need to have a little article with the good restaurants to eat at. So when I go, I know where to go. <laughs> very well, very well done. Thank you, sir. Yep. Stay out of the uh, dispensaries, Kevin. <sighs> Take my word for it. No Catch dispensaries. You later, Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye, Glenn. Ron Grant getting ready for his Saturday show. He's a double, what do they call that in football? Double sessions, Ron. So he's on from 11 to noon and 7 to 8 on KIDO Talk Radio. As we like to say, good morning, Ron. Good morning, young man. How are we doing today? Not bad. And you? I'm doing well. Beautiful out. Going to be another great day here in the Treasure Valley and uh, waking up to enjoying living the, living the life. Living the life of Ron Grant, uh, that's a life of safe money. Let's talk about how to keep your money safe and um, what's coming up on Saturday to keep our, our money safe. Well, you and I are going to educate people on how to keep that money 100% safe where they can't lose the principal. They can't lose any gains that they've already earned. Uh, we're also going to educate them on how they can have a guaranteed lifetime income that they can't outlive. And of course, the 401ks, the 403bs, the traditional retirement plans just don't offer that, that income source. Of course, the top 1% of our nation gets income from multiple sources. Why wouldn't you? We're also going to talk to uh, Mr. Will Hart. He's a metal man, gold, silver, plating, and platinum. And we're talking the physical metals now, Kevin, not the paper stuff your broker sells that you can lose money on, like I did back in the mid-'80s. Uh, right now, we're at a 40-year high in inflation. Your dollar is not buying diddly, so you want to make sure you hedge your bet uh, with some metals. And... Uh, Good hour of education and fun. I know you're going to try to stump me with a rock and roll song. We've got some good education. And, of course, we're going to talk about your vacation that you're going to be coming up on uh, that's well-deserved. Well, we look forward to that, Ron Grant. We always look forward to speaking to you. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. I, I look forward to speaking with you. I want you to have a nice vacation, relax, enjoy yourself, and try to just uh, let your mind uh, kick back and, and enjoy the sea. Well, uh, speaking of which, if people want to get a hold of you, what can they do? I have a great educational website, uh, safermoneyspecialist.com. There's some good uh, videos on there. There's some articles that you can read, testimonials calling for the radio or email testimonials. Uh, we've got some um, book that you can download, 10 Things to Know About Retirement Income. And then phone number is 208-660-1372, local right here in the Treasure Valley. Ron, we appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a wonderful day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We look forward to it. Our great friend, Ron Grant. Let's go to uh, Quincy in CUNA. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm calling because I just happened to tune in. So I um, was actually thinking about calling, and then you started talking about Ammon Bundy. So um, just to be clear, I have not had a chance to go. A Town Square Media Station. 580 AM, KIDO Nampa, K298CN Boise, 107.5 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio, Fox News Now. 
they're having a parade in Kabul. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A line of pickup trucks go by with Taliban fighters on the back, guns in hand, celebrating the one-year anniversary of their takeover of Afghanistan. Fox's Trey Yingston, Kabul, a year after the government collapsed, completing the Taliban's takeover while U.S. troops were withdrawing. An American official tells Fox News that the State Department will deliver a report to the White House in the next few days detailing what went wrong with that evacuation last summer and how so many U.S. allies were left behind. House Republicans put out a report calling U.S. withdrawal and Taliban takeover a strategic failure that was tragic yet avoidable. The White House says that report's full of inaccuracies and false claims. Former President Trump is demanding the FBI return some documents taken in a search of his Florida home last week. Agents left with 11 sets of classified documents, some labeled top secret. Now, he says... Some are protected by attorney-client and executive privilege, and the former president calls the FBI corrupt. Well, Homeland Security and the FBI are warning of increased threats to law enforcement since the raid. Pennsylvania Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick, a Republican, was an FBI agent prior to his election to the House. Because of that, he said on CBS Face the Nation that... I myself have been notified by the Bureau that uh, my life was put in danger uh, recently um, by some of these same people. And it's violence is never the answer to anything. Fitzpatrick says every lawmaker should understand the weight of their words following the Mar-a-Lago raid and wait for more information on probable cause. Fox's girl, Scott. Actress Anne Heche has died, taken off life support after a car crash. Heche started her career on the soap opera Another World, for which she won a daytime Emmy. Anne found big screen fame in the 90s with films including Donnie Brasco, Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones, and Six Days, Seven Nights. Well, that's Fox's Ashley Dvorak and America's listening to Fox News. The economy is headed directly for a disaster. The Fed can either raise rates to lower inflation and trigger a stock and housing market crash, or it can keep rates low and potentially cause hyperinflation. That is why you must take action to protect your savings right now. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement account out of paper assets and into physical gold. The Birch Gold Group IRA is what I recommend to all my family and friends. And today, Birch Gold is giving away a free information kit about how gold IRAs work. To get your free copy, just text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's crucial for you to get this information before an economic disaster is in full swing. Again, text PROTECT to the number 989898 to get your free information kit on gold. There's no obligation or purchase required, so do it now. Text PROTECT to 989898. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take action today. Traffic now as you're coming out of Candy County into Ada County. We're looking pretty good right now. We did have that vehicle at 30.5 that was stalled out. They had that off on the side of the road. Tow trucks on the way there. Do have an accident working out Franklin Boulevard and U-Stick in Nampa. So watch for that one. Looking for a new mattress? Boise Mattress has you covered with top brands like Beautyrest, Serta, Dream Cloud, and more. Why shop anywhere else? See Boise Mattress today and sleep better tonight online at boisemattress.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Going to be looking at sunshine highs today reaching near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. I love that you let even people like me call in and have their peace. You guys really, you know, you're a shining light. Every morning. Your community voice. 
Kevin Miller. I wanted to move to a red state where freedom was still free and Americans were still Americans. On KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. And uh, thank you for joining us. Are we good with Spinner there, Ugo? Ugo, wake up. I'm talking to you. Are we good with Spinner? Okay, thank you very much. We'll get to Spinner in a minute. Jared Halpern joining us from Fox News Radio to talk a little bit about uh, President Biden speaking with the leader of China. Jared, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, and that call is uh, underway, we're told. Um, big agenda. You know, these are uh, leaders that are, are pretty familiar with each other at this point. This is uh, the fifth conversation between President Biden and President Xi with, uh, I think, uh, probably a, a couple of big issues still unresolved. Certainly one question uh, that has been asked a lot by the press corps is if President Biden has made a decision on lifting some of these uh, tariffs on Chinese products that were put in place during the Trump administration as part of those broader uh, trade deal uh, negotiations. Um, There has been some pressure on President Biden to ease some of those tariffs as a way to bring down prices, combat inflation. Uh, We're told he has not yet made a decision on that. Expect that to be probably part of the, the conversation with President Xi in Taiwan. Listen, Speaker Pelosi has not denied that she's planning on visiting Taiwan uh, sometime over the August recess. Um, It would be a pretty extraordinary visit. Um, She would be the highest ranking U.S. government official to visit Taiwan in an awfully long time. Um, China certainly would have a huge problem with that. Um, uh, We have seen reporting now that the Pentagon has sort of put some resources in place uh, just as a precaution. Um, so expect uh, sort of the U.S. policy towards China and Taiwan is sort of one China policy with uh, military support for Taiwan to be a big part of the conversation between uh, Presidents Biden and Xi. Jared, in your years of ca- uh, covering Capitol Hill, have you ever heard uh, anything uh, from a foreign leader like we've heard out of China and the Chinese leadership uh, speaking out against a, leader, a U.S. leader, as you referenced, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, going to, a, to another country? Um, no. I mean, I think certainly you've seen it with China before. Remember, Speaker Pelosi had first intended to go to Taiwan uh, back in April, and the Chinese have put out statements very uh, critical, condemning that move. And then Speaker Pelosi tested positive for COVID and did not travel. Uh, So this would almost be sort of a makeup trip, right? So we did see this um, sort of rhetoric from China uh, back in the spring when Speaker Pelosi was initially going to make that visit. But that visit never came to fruition, so it kind of resolved itself. Um, this has raised the stakes a little bit. And, and it's interesting, too, because, man, I've never seen so many Republicans supportive of uh, Speaker Pelosi before. Have you? <laughs> With, <You're right>. um, <laughs> sort of saying, hey, don't back down. You know, we, we like this. Go, go, go. And um, uh, Republicans sort of suggesting that, you know, this may be a bigger delegation than, than a first thought. It's a sort of fascinating uh, political moment, right? And foreign policy in China sometimes do that. They, they oftentimes, those China policies, foreign policy, can oftentimes sort of bring the two parties together because um, I can't recall seeing a lot of uh, Republican statements in support of a decision that, that <laughs> Speaker Pelosi is about to make than what we've seen over the last couple of days. Yeah, and finally, uh, Jared, uh, I guess the Senate uh, has come to a deal uh, with Joe Manchin, and uh, we'll see what happens in the House. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, Well, the House is the easy part, I think, when it comes to this reconciliation bill. This is 
um, a, a reconciliation bill that the type of budget maneuver that, that the Republicans have used, Democrats have used to get something through. Um, you use sort of these weird budget rules and you can pass it in the Senate without a, a without a, a filibuster. So you only need a simple majority. It's how Republicans got through uh, the tax cut measure during the Trump administration. Uh, both parties have, have sort of done this. Um, and Joe Manchin had kind of been uh, the sticking point because obviously Democrats need all 50 Senate Democrats on board with this. He had been very critical of raising spending, increasing spending uh, with uh, inflation, what it is. Certainly we saw the GDP report this morning that showed a second consecutive quarter of, of uh, downward uh, economic expansion. I guess you'd call it the contraction of the economy. Um, but he is now on board with not only – uh, the uh, health care provisions, the prescription drug provision, but also a sizable, sizable uh, investment in climate initiatives uh, and in doing so with a uh, new corporate uh, tax rate, 15 percent minimum corporate tax rate on businesses uh, with annual profits of a of billion dollars or more. Now, the House is going to be pretty easy to get this through. They have a, a majority in the House. Uh, you know, President Biden is supportive of this. I think that that's easy. What's notable now in the Senate is a couple of things. One, you still need all 50 Senate Democrats on board with this. And, and there's still some talk about, you know, how far uh, this uh, appeased somebody like Senator Sinema. Uh, the other caveat to this, and this is important, is this morning, Senator uh, Dick Durbin announced a positive COVID test. He is going to isolate. He will not be in Washington the rest of this week potentially won't be in Washington for at least part of next week with those CDC uh, guidelines. There is not proxy voting in the United States Senate. You have to vote in person on the floor. The Democrats are going to need all 50 of their members in Washington for this vote and not um, quarantining with COVID. So that's another thing to watch for is, is this vote approaches now probably in the next several days. Jared Alpert, Fox News Radio, we appreciate you. Thank you for the insight. Sure thing. Spinner, thanks for your patience. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. No, thanks for allowing me to have an ability to be on the greatest radio show in the nation, dare I say the world. Kevin Miller's show is where it's at, bud. Well, you ain't got patience to be on the show. You ain't got patience to talk to you, you know? And there's there's always good things coming, you know? Every I learn everything, man, from you. I learn a lot of stuff from you, Kevin. I learn patience. I learn an ability to be open-minded. I learn an ability to have empathy where I sh I should, you know. And it's I you, you you teach me on the job and off the job, bud. So it's 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 my pleasure. Well, uh, thank you. We'll try to live up to those uh, accolades. What can we do for you today, sir? You know, I I I got to respect Tom. Okay, I respect the man very much. He's he's on point on a lot of things. Um and even if there's things that I may not necessarily agree with him. Um for one, you know, he he very much he has a good understanding of the industrial complex when it comes to the to the military. You know, I mean, you can look at history and you can see back during the Gulf War um, you know, when a lot of the Middle Eastern countries were talking about getting off the fiat currency and lo and behold, Desert Storm just happened to come out and, you know, they had a, some scapegoats and some, some people to, you know, lay blame to it, say, oh, this is why we're here, this and that. Okay. 
uh, 9-11, God forbid. Anybody that had families or loved ones in 9-11, I, I will always forever pray for him. What happened that day was just absolutely disgusting. But if those men and women of the United States military went over to Afghanistan, you know, a lot of the Middle Eastern countries, again, for terrorism, you know, 25-plus years is a long time to be over there for terrorism. You know, I just, the, the industrial complex goes on and on and on. But one thing I didn't understand is where his ideology, and maybe you could help me understand this better, but I thought he said the industrial complex of World War II got us involved with scrapping it out with Germany. And I'm curious, did I hear that correctly? And if I did, what what was the, what what is the industrial complex in that regards of World War II that made us, other than, Jews being exterminated. Well, that that you know. was uh, that was Tom's opinion. For people that are just tuning in, Tom, uh, you know, said that we had what the industrial complex that turned us against our German brothers, and quite frankly, that's Tom's opinion. My opinion was that you know Germany had a non-aggression or a, a, a pact with Japan. When Japan was attacked, we declared war on Japan. Dummy Hitler declared war on us, and there had been a cold war between us and Germany because we were sinking U-boats and we were supporting the, the British covertly, and Roosevelt was looking for a reason. But, I mean, you look at the atrocities of what happened under Nazi Germany, and there's, you know, there's no defense of it. No. Right. That's, that, and, and look, with respect to Tom Spinner, that's Tom's view. But my view is, you know, America went into that war, and we, we saved the world. Uh, America has saved the world many times. God bless you, buddy, and also God bless Tom too. If if young man believes in in those thoughts, you know that's that's one thing that's nice about this country, bud. Is even if someone does have what some people might think be different thought process, different ideology, or dare may someone say, you know, goofy or whatever. That's what's awesome about this show. Is it's it's a no bias. It's a yeah, we have some fun. Yeah, we talk trash to each other. You know, have that good communication be a part of that family that's that's what the pleasure is kevin is it's it's a whether it's functional or not it's it's a family yeah there's a lot of people that come on here that that just they they drive it home and they have beautiful passion they have emotion of just a heart of a thousand lions you know i mean it just it's awesome to be able to hear everybody and then even the even goober Window licking Steve. I love just. Why do you, why'd you, why'd you call him a window licker? Because uh, I think he's smoking some, some pretty bad stuff over there in Arizona, but that's an opinion. The man's, the man's got his thought process. God bless him for thinking the way he thinks. He I don't want him to think like me. Right. You know, I want him to be an independent and I want him to use free will. The, the one of the greatest gifts God gave us. And that's what you allow us to do is use our free will, whether whether people agree with it or not. And that's a man of God in my eyes. Not only a patriot, but you're 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 not just talk, Kev. And a lot of your callers, they're not just talk. We, we you know they they got passion and they want stuff to get fixed, whether they agree the same or not. It's not good to all think the same. That's, I agree. That's not. You know, but hey, God bless you. Um, appreciate Tom. Appreciate all your callers. Hope you have a good day, man. And always remember, Kev, keep those brutes strapped tight, bud, because you know the you know the Miller's militias always got your back, bud. Well, thank you. Uh, God bless, Spinner.
Love you, man. Have a good day. We love you. Uh, 580-5436-580-KIDO. If you missed this, we are officially in a recession. Where we are today. If things are going so great, though, then why is it the White House officials are trying to redefine recession? No, we're not redefining recession. If we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth in a row, and then you have White House officials come up here to say, no, 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 that's not what a recession is. It's something else. How is that not redefining recession? Because that's not the definition. That is not the definition. Brian Deese said in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I can tell and you this. And yesterday said two, consec- two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It is what not. Changed? It is not. Why did he say that it, it was? It is not. I can, I, can speak to, I can speak to you to what he said yesterday in front of all of you, which is the last thing that you just repeated. There are many factors. There are many factors, economic factors and indicators to consider. Uh, we are in a recession. Hopefully it's not a major recession. We'll talk more about that coming up and why the White House and their accolades continue to lie to us. Plus, we are monitoring that story concerning... Nancy Pelosi perhaps getting us into World War III? Well, I thought Vladimir Putin was going to get us into World War III. No, Pelosi's up to some shenanigans. Uh, I know Max has been trying to call in. We'll get uh, with Max when he calls back, get his view on Taiwan, Nancy Pelosi, and China telling us to back off. Should we be listening? And uh, the good news is we are in a recession. Um, Should we thank anybody for that? Is there somebody we should thank? Thanks, Obama. Merci beaucoup. He may be gone, but he's not forgotten. Speaking of, don't forget, let me see if I can get through this without a cough. Hmm. <coughs> hmm. Good one. There are two kinds of car buyers out there, people who want to buy a car and people who need to buy a car. The need-to-buy person needs a car to get to work, school, grocery store, doctor's appointments. And if they have a car right now, it's not very reliable. Man, that's the worst, isn't it? Isn't that the worst when uh, you wonder whether your car is going to make it somewhere or not? Oh, I hate that. Especially in the triple-digit temperatures or in the winter when it's really cold. And often, the need-to-buy people also need help with credit. If you're one of those many need-to-buy people, go to Team Mazda in the pre-owned superstore. Aaron and Joel have cars and credit for everyone. This week, Team has 180 pre-owned vehicles for you to choose from. They'll find the right type of car, the right type of vehicle for you. Team has lots of relationships with lots of lenders to get you approved. Yeah, I know there's that little anxiety. It's like when you used to get the report card. Did I pass? Did I fail? Did I get an A? Or if you're like me, did you get a C? Aaron and Joel take that all the way because they fight for you. They literally do. They do it every day. Getting people approved for auto financing who didn't think it was possible. And you can easily start the pre-approval process online at GoTeamMazda.com and click the big blue ball. Or as I like to call it, the I pre-check button. You don't enter your first your full social. And it won't affect your credit. And you'll see right away what your buying power is. Don't stress with unreliable transportation. Go to Team Mazda in the pre-owned superstore and let them help you. That website, once again, GoTeamMazda.com. Phone numbers here, 580-5436-580-KIDO. As we said, should we celebrate? We're in a recession. 
The latest reading on the economy, the gross domestic product declined nine-tenths of a percent in the spring quarter. The forecast was for slight growth. The quarter saw higher prices, high interest rates and mortgage rates, and continuing supply chain issues complicating the economy. The economy shrank in the first quarter. Two quarters of slumping GDP is part of the picture that can mean the economy has slipped into recession. Jenny Coselda, Fox News. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. KIDO Talk Radio. Dave Ramsey, today at noon, Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. Thank you for joining us. Mayhem in the AM with KM. And here he is, our China expert, Max, in Garden City. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. How are you today? Still fighting the cough. What about you? I'm doing great. I haven't had any of these issues, mm. but I know that you've been struggling on and off with the gombu, if you will. I'm glad to hear you back on the air. We missed you, as always, when you're back on and your reruns are gone. Your ratings go up, partner. Well, uh, well I, I didn't know that uh, that you knew I was gone. Uh, I guess Bo's slipping a little here. Well, no, nothing Bo can do can hide the fact that it's a rerun. Well, really, uh, Bo said that he was going to be the best ever, and he and Ugo were going to fool everybody. Hey, Bo, work that magic, brother. Show us you're right. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, what can we do for you? I know. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm calling, uh, first of all, in your, in your invitation regarding China. Yes, sir. And then I'd like to talk about Tom Munns, if I may. Oh, boy. You want to start with China? Yes, why not? We're hearing a lot of noise from China, you know. There will be repercussions if Nancy Pelosi visits. Well, naturally, if she visited my town, there would be repercussions. But in China, you have a general named Wang Yao, and he's China's power behind the throne when it comes to anything regarding the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Missile Division. He's the real power behind the throne, Kevin, and he's been public in disagreement with Xi Jinping. Now, she's not a stupid man. He is not going to go nose-to-nose with this general. So she can make all of the blustery remarks he wants, and his uh, PR, his talking heads, can do the same thing. But the bottom line is, if General Wong does not agree, it's not going to happen. I don't see any danger at all in her going. She'll be safer going there than she would to any of our major cities. What do you make of the whole saber-rattling thing uh, about her going there? What's the, the skinny behind that? Why do they care? Well, the reason they care is Taiwan is, this is their opinion, Taiwan is an errant child who stamped her feet and ran away from the mother country. And while she pouts and shuffles and stomps and makes noises, China sits back and waits. And either that child will come home or they will be brought home by the ear. So China does consider Taiwan to be as much a part of their country as we consider Alaska to be a part of our country. And they will not allow it to, or as they see it, to be usurped and converted to the Western ideology. Mm-hmm. Mostly, you know what saber-rattling is? That's a military-industrial complex right there. 
Every time we rattle sabers, the military stocks up on ammunition. Every time we move a fleet from point A to point B, we go through so much diesel fuel, so much nuclear expenditure. Every time we move the military, the complex that makes the uniforms, that makes the boil-in-the-bag meals, that makes the bullets, they're getting richer and richer. And for them, war is a function of profit. Wouldn't you agree? I would. So you wanted to talk about uh, Tom Munn's comments last hour. Yeah, thank you. I want to talk about the fact that Tom hit the nail on the head, okay? To blindly wrap yourself in the flag and say, I'm a patriot, is not patriotic. I call it unpatriotic patriotism. You need to have your eyes, your ears, and your hearts and your minds open. You need to look at what's happening. Just an example, you don't vote for our governor to be reelected just because he's the governor. You don't support Joe Biden simply because he's the president. That's not how it's supposed to work. Tom Munns is right. I agree with almost everything he said. Now, can I shift gears again one more third speed, high speed? Well, don't tell anybody. All right, I won't. Here we go. They're taking the gun makers to court. And I'm thinking to myself that I want to make the argument that automakers are selling deadly instruments of destruction to any Tom, Dick, and Harry that comes along. These deadly machines prowl the streets of our cities, our towns, even the open countryside. An epidemic of automobile-related deaths has got to be stopped, Kevin. It's got to be stopped now. Think of the children growing up in this violent culture of mass killings. What are they to think? When they turn 16, they're allowed to take part. Every second we talk, somebody else is falling victim to the predation of an automobile, a bus, or a truck. We must take automakers to task. But this is only the tip of the iceberg because the proliferation of alcohol only exacerbates the automobile killings. In relation to alcohol, we have even more killings at knife point with baseball bats, foreign objects. Kevin, isn't it time we took the breweries and, and distillers to task? Huh? Good point, Max. Thank you for the call. Phone number is 580-5436-580-KIDO. Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Don't forget, Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio brings you the world. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio traffic now. As you're coming out of Candy County into Ada County, we're looking good on the freeway. Earlier stall in that construction zone all cleared up now. Do a one minor fender bender working right now at Franklin Boulevard and Eustick in Nampa. And a reminder for you, some of the school districts are starting back to class today, like Middleton School. So just be aware that you could see those uh, school zones in effect. With Idaho Lottery's Big Spin Scratch Tickets, you could win that chance to spin the big wheel with prizes up to $100,000. Get your Big Spin Tickets now to scratch, spin, and win. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. You're going to be looking at sunshine highs near 100. That's your traffic. Now, I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. News. I'm Karen McHugh. The Justice Department and the FBI have issued threat warnings resulting from last week's raid on former President Trump's home in Florida. This former FBI agent weighs in. Pennsylvania Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick, a Republican, was an FBI agent prior to his election to the House. Because of that, he said on CBS Face the Nation that threats against federal agents 
have reached him as well. I myself have been notified by the Bureau that uh, my life was put in danger uh, recently. Fitzpatrick says every lawmaker should understand the weight of their words following the Mar-a-Lago raid and wait for more information on probable cause from the DOJ. Fox's Gernal Scott. China says they'll stage more military drills around Taiwan. This as a U.S. congressional delegation visits the island. America is listening to Fox News. Hey, Sean Hannity and Kevin Miller at KIDO for your carpool station. Hey, Sean, in the Gem State, do we go left or right? Kevin, in Idaho, we drive the right way. My buddy Kevin, he drives you into work in the morning. I'll take you home. I don't know, Sean. It could get bumpy. Now, we take a lot of right turns, Kevin, so buckle up. That's great advice, Sean. Hey, carpool with my friend Kevin Miller and me, Sean Hannity, mornings and afternoons on KIDO. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now. As you're coming out of Candy County into 80 County, we're looking good on the freeway. Earlier stall in that construction zone all cleared up now. Do a one minor fender bender working right now at Franklin Boulevard and Eustick in Nampa. And a reminder for you, some of the school districts are starting back to class today, like Middleton School. So just be aware that you could see those uh, school zones in effect. With Idaho Lottery's Big Spin Scratch Tickets, you could win that chance to spin the big wheel with prizes up to $100,000. Get your Big Spin Tickets now to scratch, spin, and win. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. You're going to be looking at sunshine, highs near 100. That's your traffic. Now, I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, Treasure Valley, catch me, Sean Hannity, today at 3. Now it's back to my friend. I've known him for years. Great guy, Kevin Miller. Right here on KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM. That's right, 107.5 FM. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. You know, we're getting uh, some interesting reaction to um, a couple of our articles that we've written on KIDO Talk Radio. And even though I was off yesterday, I just had, um, I don't know what, what you want to call it, um, not a premonition, but uh, a need to update the website. I think the website is, is very important. So we've got Treasure Valley Dave. I don't know if he's listening right now, but he's reacting to something that I put up. And it's about the Boise housing crisis, the big bubble. And you have people, national experts, that have been waiting for this market to, to fail, and when you say, what do you mean by that, Kevin Miller? The media, and this is not an attack on the media. In fact, one of the most revealing interviews that I saw yesterday or a couple days ago was Chris Cuomo being interviewed by Dan Abrams. And now Chris Cuomo, formerly of CNN, is coming back to television. But he talked about the business of media and for most people in the media, and for me before I got here, it's just about advancing a story. <clears throat> it's about, you know, getting a reaction and making yourself relevant. And we saw that for the past couple of years with the Boise housing market where we had the incredible national media coming up. We've had, what, two years where we've been the most overvalued market in America. And if you, I would say, if you have a, a real estate agent that 
works for you, you're going to be okay. And sellers have had such a great advantage. I mean, we talk about people that invested in penny stocks, but there's no logical way that your home goes up by 100 or 200 grand in a less than a year. It was just remarkable. And so I wrote a piece, a couple pieces. There have been now the national media starting to focus in on price adjustments here in Boise and throughout the Treasure Valley. There, The Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal did a very extensive piece, and I do invest in buying newspaper subscriptions. I actually use them. Probably Mrs. Miller says, well, then why don't you tell me, dummy, so we can write them off on our taxes. You are correct, Mrs. Miller. See, when you get to, to understand and live with someone enough and love them enough, they, you don't even have to, they don't even have to say anything. They can just you, you understand what they're going to say before they say it. But the Wall Street Journal did an extensive piece on this area, and we, um, I wrote about that, and I wrote what, the, what I could put in there because it's a sub- subscription thing with the journal. And then a couple days before that, you had the 24-7 Wall Street. I don't think that's uh, related to the Wall Street Journal. Once again, focusing in on our home prices. And the big thing is, is home prices had to adjust. I mean, you've had people that have been in real estate and no knock against them for two years, and they're making well into the six figures, and they think it's easy. And when you talk to people that have been in real estate forever, they say, no, you go through the ups and the downs. I mean, being a real estate agent isn't being an independent contractor, and customer service is your commodity and expertise and everything else. But now we're seeing an adjustment, the, 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 which I think is good. The challenge is going to be these interest rates. And now that we're, we're in a recession, officially, that's going to be the challenge. Are you going to buy a home at an interest rate of 6% when we really were spoiled when we had interest rates at 2%? More on that in a minute, but we live to serve. Let's go to Blair in Boise. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, Kevin. He, uh, if Max comes back on tomorrow, ask him about his uh, Chinese general and the tanks in the streets preventing people from getting their money out of the banks in China. That would be interesting to hear more about. But uh, anyway, hey, the rats are leading us up here in the United States, and they're... Uh, Looting it for all it's worth right now. That's the the Democrats' latest, you know, bills. Their spending bill, trillion dollars on this, that, and forever. All, all they're doing is trying to loot the ship before they uh, before they run off because that it's it's all this spending without any kind of restraint that's got us into the mess that we're in right now with our economy. The recession is directly attributable to to this, this spending that just has no end and uh, has no no purpose other than to go to corrupt countries and then be redirected back into the pockets of politicians. Uh, our, our country's in dire financial straits. Well, it, it is, and then you have Joe passing this big, this big spending bill, and I don't know where he's getting the money. I, I wish I had his banker. Well, he, he has his own banker. It's called the Federal Reserve. Yeah. And anytime Congress authorizes the Federal Reserve to print money, you get, you get inflation. It's, it is really that simple. And that's what they're going to do is they're going to go print another trillion dollars 
they're going to, and I mean, and it's all it's going to do is increase inflation because that money has to come from somewhere. Money is a representation of value. That's why that's why printing money destroys the value of money and causes inflation. Because unless there's value behind that money, unless there's actually work involved, you know, people toiling away with brain and brawn to produce, you know, produce services and products that people want. Unless there's something behind that money, that money's worthless. And that's that's been the problem all along. Is, you know, there's no there's no accountability in government for when they just print this money. Well, you see it in both administrations as well, though. Oh, absolutely. I am by no means excusing the actions of either party. They've both been both been engaged in it. They've, nobody's really cared about it since the Reagan years. You know, Reagan cut a deal where, yeah, he'd bump, you know, bump, they, they bump military spending, but at the same time, they massively increased social, social security and welfare programs. And nobody's slowed down since. And uh, the piper's got to be paid at some point. And I'm just afraid of what that's going to look like. And I don't think it's that much longer off. Hmm. Well, oh, you've been very uplifting this morning, Blair. <laughs> well, I mean, you can only... you got to face reality at some point. And uh, so... You know, if, if anybody's listening out there, I mean, they would do well to get their ducks in a row and make sure that they're ready for some hard times because I fear that they're coming and they're coming very soon. So those who are prepared shall not fear, right? Exactly. Well, you have a great day, Kevin. I listen to your show every morning. It's the best thing on. So thank you. Thank you, Blair. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. A dire warning from Blair. By the way, it is official. We are in a recession. Phone numbers here, 580-5436-580-KID. Also, we're going to share with you a, a very challenging interview, and we, we cover this on our website, kidotalkradio.com, concerning Canyon County Sheriff Kieran Donahue. We'll do that before 10 o'clock. But first, we're after the guns. We have AOC and uh, the usual suspects. Blaming the gun manufacturers, and we need to sue them for irresponsible, mentally deranged criminals that impact everyone else. Let's talk about it in a minute. But first, here's the once and future presidential candidate. Perhaps one day we will see, say, President AOC, AOC on the guns. It's on. Okay, perfect. Uh, Mr. Daniel, you are CEO of uh, firearm manufacturer Daniel Defense. This photograph is from an advertisement uh, featured um, for your company. Do you know, I'd like to draw your attention to that red tattoo featured in your company's advertisement. Do you know what that tattoo is, Mr. Daniel? Oh, Madam Congressman, I... Uh, Congresswoman, I'm not sure this is our ad. Can okay. you show the whole ad? Is this our ad or someone else? Yes, this is your ad, um, Mr. Daniel. This is an advertisement for your company, Daniel Defense. Well, uh, uh, well, Brand name not in not in the photo. No Brand. worries, no worries. So this is uh, in this is featured prominently in your advertisement. That tattoo. You've indicated that you don't know what it is, but Miss Sampson, uh, as an expert in this uh, area, can you briefly tell us uh, what that tattoo is? 
That's a fall knot, and it's a symbol that has been increasingly embraced by white supremacists. So, uh, Mr. Daniel, you may or may not know, but your company's advertisement uh, prominently displays iconography uh, associated with white supremacist movements. Uh, I'd also, you can also find it in this other photo that I will be pu pulling up right now. Uh, right there from January 6th, you can see the fall knot right there on uh, this uh, gentleman's chest. Uh, Mr. Daniel, yes or no, or no, are you aware that your advertising department uses imagery affiliated with white supremacist movements in its marketing materials? No, ma'am. I don't okay, think no, we reclaiming do that. my time. Thank you. I, I apologize. I just have to move a bit. And there we have it. So the cancel culture is looking to take down the guns. You can't advertise this, you can't advertise that. In fact, there was another image of somebody being on a roof with a sniper rifle, and one of the folks had an issue with that. One of the, I believe, liberal female congresswomen that said, well, why, why are you doing that? That has nothing to do with hunting. And the Second Amendment isn't about hunting, it's about self-protection. And by the way, when you... Um, advertise you're advertising you know a fantasy you're advertising what you um you know what you, what what type of image that you want for people to to be involved in and yet here you have the liberals trying to do their very best to maybe they can't cancel the guns maybe they can't cancel the ammunition but they can cancel advertising Mass shootings were all but unheard of just a few decades ago. So what changed? Not the firearms. They are substantially the same as those manufactured over 100 years ago. Well, I don't know about that. Our history in America has shown oppression correlated with gun control. Even after black people fought alongside their white counterparts in the military, many came home to racist governments and institutions that systematically took away firearms from black communities. That is Antonio Okafor, cover, National Director for Women's Outreach, Gun Owners of America. And you would think that with the Democrats accusing the gun industry of pushing assault rifles despite knowing the dangers they pose to society that you'd have a, 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 well, a relatively responsible conversation. There's no reason to have weapons of law, war uh, flooding the streets of America's communities. Mm. Weapons that are not used to hunt deer, they're used to hunt human beings and shred them to pieces. 580-5436-580-KIDO. We'll get your reactions to uh, Congressman Hakeem Jeffries' comments. That guns should only be used for hunting. I don't know if that's in the Second Amendment, but we'll examine that coming up. By the way, speaking of examining, Rob at Treasure Valley Subaru wants to buy 25 vehicles from you this weekend. He's got a pocket full of cash, and he's ready to buy. So if you or your family or your friends have a car that they want to turn into cash, take it to Treasure Valley Subaru in the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore in the next couple of days, and we're going to share with you what's going to happen. Drive the vehicle to Treasure Valley Subaru. Tell them you're there to get a cash appraisal, not a trade value, a cash appraisal. They'll look the vehicle over and give it a quick inspection, give you a price. If you like the price, they'll cut you a check, take care of the title transfer, 
and boom, you're on your way. If you want a sneak peek at what your vehicle is worth before going to the dealership, go to the website, tvsubaru.com. That's tvsubaru.com and click the square button on the homepage that says, sell your car, instant cash offer, fill in a, su a few simple details about your vehicle and you'll get an instant cash value of what the vehicle is worth. Again, Rob is aggressively buying cars from private owners this week. See what your, your car is worth with no obligation and get a free cash estimate in person or online. Your vehicle may be worth more than you realize at Treasure Valley Subaru in the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. Please tell them Kevin Miller sent you. Brian, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Brian. Hey, Kevin. You know, we don't talk about toxic femininity enough. You know, we, we hear mm. all about toxic masculinity, but uh, I, we're seeing it. Uh, through uh, communication and networking, character assassination. So if I got up on, you know, my little pulpit and was like, you know, we, we have toxic femininity in AOC and on The View right now, um, what would you all say? You know, we, we need to do something about this toxic femininity that's taken over our culture and is seeking to destroy everything our culture's about. I could also call it socialism. I wonder how the socialists are going to take all of our guns, Kevin. Do you think it's going to be through networking and communication? I don't May know. May I just bring up a, a point? Nancy Pelosi withdrew the assault weapons ban and another ban to uh, sue manufacturers. They shot them down. Now, does that mean they're not going to attempt next month? Yeah, they will. But... Uh, I wonder what AOC would do if she actually walked into my house. You know, she actually saw the equipment I have in my house. I don't think she could handle it. All my my white supremacy would be all over everything, according to her. So, you know, whatever happened to, you know, freedom of choice in the First Amendment, Kevin, just because you don't like something... I'm Christian. I don't like satanic material, but you don't hear me calling up on your radio show and accusing these satanic people of this inappropriate uh, stuff. I, I don't worry about it. I teach my children what's right and wrong. I teach them how to listen to the spirit, and then I let them make their choices. And I'm just curious, just to back Max up a bit, when are the Democrats going to sue God for making hands and feet? Because hands and feet kill more people than assault rifles do. I don't even like that term. Assault weapon. What's an assault weapon? Well, my fist. I, I think yeah. uh, I think your rhetoric has been assault rhetoric this uh, this morning. Yeah, yeah, and I, I enjoy that, Kevin, because their rhetoric is assault rhetoric. AOC can give it, but she can't take it. So here's an assaultive term for you. Just a, what are they going to do to these white supremacists that are so mean, mm. have all these weapons, have all this rhetoric that are really, really bad guys? What's AOC going to do to us? I'm just curious. I'd like her to tell me specifically what she wants to <coughs> do to people like me. Me. And I'm sorry about the cop, Kevin. I've been ill, not doing well either. But uh, I'm just curious how she's going to pull 
off taking, you know, 20 million AR-15s off the market. Well, How, how's she going to do that? That's a good question, Brian. I got to run Kevin Miller. KIDO Talk Radio. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Because this had backfired and blown up in their face all week, all of a sudden we get the leak. Because every American will take note if it has to do with nuclear weapons, so we're just going to leak that next. And, and by the way, all of this rhetoric against the FBI, no, I'm going out of my way as I have my entire, all during the Russia collusion lie hoax. I go out of my way to praise the rank and file. Because I do respect them. And then they say, this talk of the the FBI abusing power and being corrupt, I talked about it for three years, but I always made the distinction. I'm saying you can't trust this FBI or DOJ. They have earned our distrust. Well, that means you want some people to harm them. God, no, never. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. KIDO Talk Radio. And joining us now right now, our great friend Ron Gregg, getting ready for his Saturday show, 11 to noon live on KIDO Talk Radio. And, of course, the replay at 7, 7 to 8 following Kim Commando. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, young man. How are we doing today? Just getting ready for the big show. A lot going on this week. What are we looking forward to this Saturday at 11 and this Saturday at 7? Education, education, education. We're going to educate people on how to keep that money that they work so hard for, especially their dignity money. That's the retirement money. Keep it 100% safe where they can't lose the principal. They can't lose any gains. We can get them the guaranteed lifetime income that they can't outlive. All while paying no fees, no loss of principal. Very important, Kevin. It's very important right now. We're up at a 40-year high in inflation. Gas is up. Food is up. And we are not done with uh, the Wall Street casino falling down. And, Ron, if people want to get a hold of you, what can they do? Have a great educational website that they can go on. Safermoneyspecialist.com. There's some uh, videos there. There's some articles that they can read. Uh, and take a look at. They can uh, email me from the site, or they can call me, 208-660-1372. Ron, we look forward to it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy, for all you do in the Treasure Valley. Have a great day. Town Square Media Station. Kevin Miller Mornings. Sean Hannity Afternoons. KIDO Talk Radio, 1075 FM, 580 AM. KIDO Nampa. Fox News Now. Give them back. 
I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's where former President Trump is telling the FBI, claiming some documents seized last week are protected by attorney-client and executive privilege. Agents took four sets of what they call top-secret files, three sets of just secret documents, and three sets of so-called confidential material. Now, the warrant indicates that the FBI was looking for four potential violations of the Espionage Act, but Donald Trump continues to deny any wrongdoing. Fox's Ashley Webster near the Trump Mar-a-Lago Lago, Florida home. The former president also claims the FBI is corrupt. It and Homeland Security report an increase in threats online. Threats to federal law enforcement, warning of an increase in violent threats on social media, including one to put a so-called dirty bomb in front of the FBI headquarters and also issuing general calls for civil war. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, the Taliban's holding a parade in Kabul. One year after taking control of the country, House Republicans put out a report blaming the Biden administration for a botched U.S. troop withdrawal. Congressman Ronnie Jackson just told Fox they ignored military recommendations. They just completely disregarded that. They put the State Department in pretty much in charge of this entire evacuation procedure. And, and it, you can see what it led to. It led to a colossal failure. The White House calls that report full of inaccuracies and false claims. China is conducting more military drills around Taiwan, which it claims to own, as another delegation of U.S. lawmakers visit the island. Nation after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's trip. Brittany Griner's Russian lawyer has appealed the American basketball star's nine-year prison sentence. The U.S. State Department declared Griner wrongfully detained, and her case has raised concerns that she's being used as a political pawn in Russia's war against Ukraine. The Biden administration, meantime, has also offered a controversial prisoner swap with Russia to try and bring Griner home. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Actress Anne Heche has died after being taken off life support after a car crash. America's listener to Fox News. The economy is headed directly for a disaster. The Fed can either raise rates to lower inflation and trigger a stock and housing market crash, or it can keep rates low and potentially cause hyperinflation. That is why you must take action to protect your savings right now. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement account out of paper assets and into physical gold. The Birch Gold Group IRA is what I recommend to all my family and friends. And today, Birch Gold is giving away a free information kit about how gold IRAs work. To get your free copy, just text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's crucial for you to get this information before an economic disaster is in full swing. Again, text PROTECT to the number 989898 to get your free information kit on gold. There's no obligation or purchase required, so do it now. Text PROTECT to 989898. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take action today. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now. I-84 eastbound through that construction zone. Caldwell to Nampa. You do have slowdowns there. They've begun work on uh, exit 26 there. Lane restrictions, speed restrictions, and really backing up almost to 10th Avenue. Once you get past there, you get to the county line. Just a reminder again, some schools are starting today. Check out the AZ Company's premium Timber Tech decking and railing at TimberTech.com. Or for a great career with a great company, Find the AZEC company on Indeed or at azeco.com. That's A-Z-E-K-C-O.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot. Highs near 100. That's your traffic. Now, I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. I love that you let even people like me call in and have their peace. You guys really, you know, you're a shining light. Every morning. Your community voice. 
Kevin Miller. I wanted to move to a red state where freedom was still free and Americans were still Americans. On KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. And thank you for joining us. Kevin Mill in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Phone number is 580-5436-580-KIDO. Greg Pruitt joining us from the Idaho Dispatch, the Idaho Second Amendment Alliance, all things Idaho. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. You know, for such a mellow, nice young man, you certainly find yourself usually in the middle of controversy in this state and um, just wondered your reaction to that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you try to do things that uh, the establishment and and the uh, legacy folks uh, don't like, then you, you you make waves, and that's fine. That's yeah. okay. I remember when you were called a terrorist. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I've, I've been called lots of things <laughs> over no. the last 10 years. No, but I mean, that, that was by an Idaho lawmaker concerning you holding him accountable for pretty much uh, giving the Second Amendment the Heisman. I, I, I remember that story, um, and we had you on over the years on that, but um, yeah, I, I, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Kevin, I mean, it's in, in the world of politics, you just get used to the stuff like that, death threats and name-calling, all that kind of stuff. So, so, so and we, we did our very best to try and cover this story. So what's going on? Between the legacy media, and we'll call them out, KTVB, the Idaho Press, the Idaho Freedom Foundation, the Idaho Dispatch, what what's the big brouhaha where you have, and we covered this, the investigative reporting by Mr. Holmes and Ms. Romero that went absolutely nowhere, and then um, I guess you would say a printed scolding from uh, for lack of a better term, and this is not being sarcastic, the dean of Idaho journalists, Betsy Russell, in the, the weekend edition of the Idaho Press uh, concerning comments you made and the, the Freedom Foundation made on the, the Hoff Report and um, and the Freedom Foundation itself and you. Where do we begin? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah right. That's a, that's a big rabbit hole. No, Kevin, I think overall, and you know this, uh, Idahoans, by and large, are tired of the mainstream media. You know, I, I think a lot of times we talk nationally about how much people had grown frustrated with the media, and, and especially when Donald Trump came into office, right? He was constantly berating the media, uh, you know, quite frankly, for a lot of stories that just turned out to be false or were fabricated. And, and so people lost trust in the media overall, and that's borne out in the polling that's been done is people don't trust the news anymore. But it went, Kevin, it went from just the national folks all the way down to now the local media where people have lost trust and faith in, in what was supposed to be the fourth estate, right? This is supposed to be the, the folks that do hold the government accountable, but there's just been so many lies uh, told in so many stories, even at the local level, and, and now the bias has just gone really far to the left, in my opinion, uh, in our Idaho media. And that's not, that's not typical, Kevin. Like if you go to a liberal state, you would expect it to lean liberal, right? But in an, in a red state like Idaho, for some reason, our media still leans liberal. And so, you know, Wayne with the Idaho Freedom Foundation had me on his show to talk about why the Idaho dispatch started. And, and by and large, Kevin, it's because of that. Like people were so tired of it. They wanted something where they could just go to get 
facts, right? To get accurate information and where all sides had a fair opportunity to make their case. Um, and that's what Idaho Dispatch, that's when, when I started it, that's what we wanted to bring to folks. And, and, and if you do that, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a trained journalist, Kevin, I have a master's degree, but it has nothing to do with journalism. I'm not going to claim I'm the best writer, you know, that's ever, ever hit the, hit the internet. Uh, but what I do have is conviction, right? And, and you know that from my time in doing gun stuff. And so when it comes to the Idaho dispatch and the media, my goal is to, and my conviction and my promise to the readers is I'm going to do everything I can to leave out personal bias. Despite how, how much I do have, I'm going to leave it out of my news articles to the best of my ability. I'm going to give all sides a very fair opportunity to speak their minds. And, and you know, if, if that makes people unhappy, and it certainly does, and my criticism of the mainstream media has upset the Idaho Press Club president, <laughs> uh, then I, I, that's fine. You know, that's fine. But I, I, the reality is, Kevin, and you know this, you've been on the radio talking to Idahoans about the media. They just don't trust the news anymore, all the way down to their local newspaper. Well, and, and that's where we'll begin here on KIDO Talk Radio. Greg Pruitt joining us from the Idaho Dispatch. So you're on the Wayne Hoffman Show, the Hoff Report. And look, the Idaho Freedom Foundation they're provocative. Um, they get a lot of attention, and they snap back at people. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. And it's interesting to me, though, that the media seems to be fixated on them. From your perspective, as someone who's covering the news and the media, your thoughts on this looming battle that you have been now pulled into between the Freedom Foundation, KTVB, and the Idaho Press? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Wayne uh, has has definitely taken a lot of shots in the media over the years, and and he actually encourages e- even our elected officials not to talk to the Idaho uh, media anymore because, and not because he doesn't believe that politicians shouldn't talk to the press. <laughs> the problem is we're running out of media outlets where it's not like you said they're fixated on the Idaho Freedom Foundation. They're fixated on conservatives who they have labeled the far right. Another thing that Idaho Dispatch tries to not do, by the way, is label people, label groups in an effort to try and demean them or you know push you as a reader in a certain direction. Well, the mainstream media does that all the time. And so what Wayne has said and what I have observed myself is that the reporter will already have what they want in the story. They're already going to have the whole thing written. And in an effort to, quote unquote, look uh, fair and balanced, they'll reach out to a conservative or a conservative organization and they'll say, hey, you know, we're, we're, we want to ask you some questions. And so you'll sit there and you'll interview with them for a few minutes and then they'll take one sentence out of there and, and say, look, we were we were totally fair. We gave them an opportunity to speak when the other side has 90 percent of the of the article. Right. And the article is very clearly driven to attack a conservative. And so that's why he, he's like, why even bother? Like, don't <clears throat> talk to these people anymore because they're not even trying. They're not even trying to be objective. And that, I think that objectivity has has just shifted. You, you mentioned uh, Morgan Romero, Brian Holmes with KTVB, and I don't mean to, like, pick on them specifically, but this is different, Kevin. Like, years ago, you would never see a journalist talking openly about, hey, we need gun control 
here's how you can go get an abortion, Idahoans, if you want it. Um, and these folks have KTVB in their Twitter handles and all that kind of stuff. And so, which is fine. Now, honestly, Kevin, I don't care if a reporter has a personal opinion. Everybody does, right? You do. I do. Um, it's when it bleeds into your work that I, that I have an issue. Um, I just, it's just gotten so bad. And, and it, I, if it's taken somebody like me, I guess that's not the greatest writer in the world, but just believes that news should just give people the facts and then they just decide for themselves what they want to believe in that. And, and we just don't have that. Anymore, Kevin. Yeah. And, um, it's interesting. I, I've noticed with the, people in in the media over the years they they seem to dish it out but they they can't take it and that's surprising because if you're going to you know attack someone and look channel 7 yesterday had a story on where you can get an abortion in Washington and Oregon and uh, and I'm thinking well why not if we're going to uh, you know balance the story why not talk about the the pro life pregnancy centers but no it was you can get an abortion in Walla Walla, um, this, that, and the other. And I think that there's a danger. And the only reason really why we talk about KTVB is they're the only ones that are really relevant. Um, and uh, it's, they, the big, it's the biggest news organization in the state, right? Yeah, they, they, they are. And close. and not not even close. I mean, everybody else is, is following their lead. And I, I think what really crossed the line for a lot of people was two things by Mr. Holmes when he ambushed the lieutenant governor and then when he made his snide remarks on twitter that had a lot of people across the country clapping back at him about uh, pam hemphill yeah oh yeah yeah and if i, I you, i'm sure you guys have covered that ad nauseum but like uh you know that's the kind of thing so you know kevin if if uh let's say janice mcgeehan for instance had said what brian holmes had said to a, a surviving cancer patient do you think the media would have let that go? No, not a chance, right? They would have. That would have been all over the front page of every newspaper. It would have been ran on the nightly news and all of our local TV stations. And that's just the type of double standard that people are sick and tired of. And 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 the other thing is, you don't know half the time. Wait, or, or is Brian Holmes' show the the two oh eight? Is that an opinion show like Tucker Carlson or Rachel Maddow? Right, the very clearly opinion shows, or is he? like given a nightly news report. Right. Well, um, one minute he is, and then the next minute he's supposed to be objective, he and Ms. Romero. Right, right. Yeah. And so, and, and it's interesting you brought that up, Kevin. I had wondered about that because I saw that uh, Morgan had, had put out all the information on where you can still go get an abortion. And I thought, well, why isn't she saying, but hey, you know, here's a crisis pregnancy center where you can also go get help. Um, and, and so I actually haven't even seen the report that you're talking about, the actual news report. Uh, and, and that's exactly, you know, there's no balance there. Yeah. There's no effort there to say, Hey, for those who disagree with an abortion or, or, you know, for this side, here's a crisis pregnancy center. Here's an interview we did with somebody at the crisis pregnancy center. If you want to go there instead, um, absolutely zero balance. Um, it's, it's just. Very tiring, very frustrating to, to Idahoans, and that's why, you know, maybe the Idaho Dispatch ultimately doesn't make it, Kevin, because, you know, this is a capitalist country, and if people aren't willing to support our efforts, both with readership and, and financial support, we, we won't make it. Uh, the news industry is extremely difficult to be 
for lack of a better term, profitable in, right? <laughs> to where you can pay people to, sure. to keep this stuff going. So, uh, but I, I, I believe in it just as much as I believe in the Second Amendment and, and hope that we can keep it all going. Why do, uh, and you know Betsy Russell, I, I've never met her, I've just watched her on TV, the, uh, again, very bright, very studious, I, I don't think you can find a, a better person that knows the intricacies and the lawmakers in, in Idaho, um, risen to prominence after Dan Popke left to join Congressman Labrador's staff, but why clap yeah. back at Wayne Hoffman? To me, that just gives Wayne a, a bigger, just like when Channel 7 went after those guys, it just it just helped them, but why would Betsy Russell um, have this article? And I don't know if it was in a a column or a news article. I, I was confused. Really clapping back at you and Mr. Hoffman. Yeah, I don't. It, it's like you said for somebody who's so seasoned yeah. in covering political stuff. It, it's a really weird clapback. Like it didn't, and it, it wasn't even a good one either. <laughs> And you would think that she would understand this this dynamic better than that. Um, but yeah, don't you know doing this class, especially over the Hoftime Report. At the you know, it's not like this massive podcast that everybody in the state of Idaho is watching, where that, that we were talking on. And so it was a kind of a weird clapback. And then again, she did a terrible job at it because so she quoted me in in her column, and she does she does call it a column. Uh, to be fair, <laughs> in the in the title, and and she quotes me in in this column as saying that the media has shifted since Donald Trump, that everything has changed, and the, and that the Idaho's media has shifted. And she's like, "That's not true." And to prove my point, I'm going to get my best friend, who is the AP, head of the AP in Idaho for 20 years, who's also a journalist and hates independent news organizations. <laughs> he agrees with me that nothing's changed. I'm like. No, that's not how this works. Right. But as a journalist, like, what in the world are you doing? You need you need some different evidence to support your claim. In my opinion, that things have changed. I, you know, the evidence I have is just talk to Idahoans, ask them how the media has shifted, and they'll all tell you that it's gone really far to the left. Um, so yeah, just a really weird column. And then she actually went and sent it to the entire entire Idaho press corps through the Idaho Press Club email list. I don't think she's going to let me do a rebuttal, Kevin, but maybe I'll ask. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, journalism is all about being fair, and I, I think not only should you get a rebuttal, but you should get a rebuttal on the, in the Idaho Press. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not a journalist, Kevin. I don't, I don't count. I'm, 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 according to them, I'm a propagandist, you know, because... And that's what she she also took a swipe at me in Idaho Dispatch. She was like, and Greg runs his own version of the news. <laughs> and I started laughing. I'm like, uh, that's interesting. That's one way to put it, you know, since I give both sides a fair. And in fact, Kevin, I am so fair when, when we reach out to people. So you know how the news media does this, right? If I send them a statement that is 200 words long, they're going to take out a whole bunch of that, right? They're going to pull out one sentence that they like that fits their narrative, and that's what they put in. I'll put in the whole statement. But I, I just don't care. Like, you know, it might make the article a lot longer, but I want people to know exactly what you think, so you're not taken out of context. All that stuff. Now they don't they don't do that anymore in the news. It's, it's you know take so, take one one sound bite or one line out of a full statement, and that that's what you get. 
What do you um? Where do you think um, it all goes from here? Again, if you're uh, a member of the Freedom Foundation, this is this is found money. This is house money because you have these yeah. big outlets attacking them. Uh, I mean, look, the Channel Seven story was embarrassing. There was nothing no, there. It was, was absolutely yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and Kevin, for and just and you know this because I'm I'm on the C4 world, right? Yeah, I run a C4 organization, and I watched this four part series that Channel Seven did that was like the Freedom Foundation is evil, and they're doing what every other nonprofit is doing. It's evil. I'm like, wait, what? This the whole thing was a complete embarrassment, and actually showed that Morgan and Brian do not understand politics. They don't understand how this whole thing works. Um, and so you're right. It was absolutely embarrassing. And all it did was give <laughs> that old Freedom Foundation a whole bunch of ammunition to use, not only against the media, but just to show how, you know, Idaho politics is moving right now. Yeah. So, um, again, here, our, our friend Greg Pruitt joining us from the Idaho Dispatch. Do, do you think um, we're going to see perhaps the, well, the Idaho statesman takes issue with a lot of people. What What's next? Um I think we've run out of media outlets at two, but uh, what do you think the Freedom Foundation does and um, the rest of the Idaho Press Club? Yeah, I mean, obviously I can't speak for the IFF. I'm not, you know, I don't work for them. We're sure. Idaho Dispatch isn't affiliated with them. So, you know, I think they're going to continue to, and they've got a, a guy on there, Brian Hyde, who's trying to expose what's happening in Idaho's media. Um, but as far as the Idaho media goes, I think Idahoans, I hope they understand, like, we have a really big problem, in my opinion, in that the media is continuing to move further left. I've talked to people in these news organizations who say it's getting worse, much, much worse. Now, first of all, all the newspapers, the major newspapers in Idaho, and even a lot of the small ones have all been bought up by a couple big uh, companies, McClatchy and, and, and some others. Um, that are out of California and stuff. And so the newspapers are all just running the same crap. They're all moving to the left. The statesman has really been left, but now it's <laughs> it's getting really bad. Um, the news organizations, that, or excuse me, the TV organizations, same thing. I've heard a lot of folks on the inside of a number of these that have said it's it's gone off the rails. Like they don't even care anymore. They're just going to keep attacking conservatives, Right. The Idaho Second Amendment Alliance, that's a far-right extremist group. Uh, but the Idaho 97%, just a group of regular Idahoans, not far left at all. You know, So that kind of stuff will continue to get worse. And so Idahoans have a choice, right, Kevin? They can either just you know, keep ignoring the news, or we can try to create something better, right? Isn't that what we do in America? We make something better. I didn't, I didn't like what the NRA was doing with compromising on gun rights, so we started our own. And, and have a massive, huge gun rights group now. I got tired of the mainstream media, so I'm like, nobody else is going to do this. I guess I'll do it because <laughs> I have all sorts of time on my hands to run a news organization. So I started that oh, Second Amendment Alliance. I'm like, screw it. You know, we'll make something better. That's what we do. We're American. The Idaho Dispatch, um, subscription's only $3 a month. I just yeah. saw that, and I retweeted that. Um, Greg Pruitt, we appreciate your insight, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks, Kevin. God bless. Thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it, and, and hope you're all well. Well, big fan of your work. Take care, Greg. Yeah, take care.
All right, Constitutional Jack, you are next. Kevin Miller. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. KIDO Talk Radio. Call Kevin Miller now. 580-5436. That's 580-KIDO. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. And finally, our friend Constitutional Jack. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. You know, when I heard Liberal Steve this morning, I, I just heard the voice of death in his voice. You know, it's definitely an antichrist voice for darkness and destruction. He, he never has any solutions, just attacks everybody. Anyway, you know, the libs, getting back to the gun control comment, uh, clip you played a little while ago, the libs always drag their anti-gun stance to what has an assault rifle to do with hunting. And, you know, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I looked up the word arms in the dictionary, the 1927 version, to see what the early founding fathers thought of the word arms in the Second Amendment. Quote, an offensive or defensive implement, a comma, a weapon. So it's not just, it's not hunting. It's specifically an offensive or defensive implement. Hunting's not mentioned in the Second Amendment at all. Anyway, so, um, you know, and, and this also means the right of the ordinary people, the ordinary guy like you and me and everybody listening, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So, and, you know, we have to reflect, Kevin, as to why the Dems are so against guns. And, you know, and I'm probably, I know I'm talking, preaching to the choir here in your audience. The answer, you know, is to keep us quiet. And so we can't complain against, you know, the um, great portions of our government siding with, as Lucille mentioned earlier, a 1984 style of government. So, anyhow, um, you know, this 1984 plan is you know, is to uh, take away our free agency. So that's Satan's plan, okay? I, anyway, I wanted to bounce off of what Patriot Paul had said earlier. Um, a remarkable young man, his great, great points of how guns will be taken away was his, and his response to that was, you know, he said the FBI, et cetera, will go door to door. And that may initially, you know, the FBI, ATF, they may initially get away with that, Kevin, but the word will get around to neighborhoods and so forth, and that will kick off a civil war, okay? So, but, you know, that's a, probably exactly what the 1984 group, you know, order wants, you know, to, to, to play out. But, you know, God, the thing is, God, God's got his own plan. It, you know, men have their ridiculous plan, but God, God's in control. He's got his, and freedom is at the forefront, Kevin, of his plan. And Christ is at the forefront of his plan. And knowing we have Christ as our leader will always bring us peace, even through these trials that are coming. Um, any questions or ideas for me before I leave? No, I appreciate your patience. And um, are you still looking for, for love? Yes, and not in all the wrong places. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic song. <laughs> it's yeah, um, you know I, I love the Janet McGeechan thing. Uh, she 
that you had on the other day, uh, Lieutenant Governor, and she was talking about meeting at the some Caldwell Church with Congressman Fulcher. Um, should I call into the station and get you know what the name of the church was and the time? I don't we think that I don't, so I don't really think it. it's a, a station event. I, I, I'm familiar with it, um, and I'm sure okay. somebody who is organizing that event. I think it's on August 13th, or oh, it, or it could be uh, Dr. Harper's event, which is August 15th. But I think it was on the 15th. I'm confused. If someone could call in at some point. And clarify that for us. Sure. Go slowly with the name and whatever, where it's going to be in the time. That would be great. All right. Anyway, love your show. Love you. Have a great day, Kevin. We love you, Constitutional Jack. Thank you for your patience. Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio brings you the world. Good morning. Bright sunshine for eastbound traffic this morning. Running slow in Canyon County, really from about Eustick on down through that construction zone. Just be uh, patient in there. They're working on that exit 26. Going to have some detours in place there. Once you cross the county line, looking pretty good into downtown Boise on the connector. Looking for that perfect date night or special occasion? Well, Il Sugo Italian Kitchen at Linder and McMillan offers a romantic Italian setting with delicious Italian food. Call for reservations online. Visit ilsugorestaurant.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Going to be looking at sunshine and highs right near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. News. I'm Karen McHugh. Citing attorney-client privilege, former President Trump's lawyers are asking the FBI to return some of the documents seized during last week's raid on his Florida home. About 20 boxes of materials were taken here from Mar-a-Lago one week ago today. They included random items like a binder of photos, some handwritten notes, but also, according to the FBI, some secret papers. Well, now the warrant indicates that the FBI was looking for full potential violations of the espionage. Jack, but Donald Trump continues to deny any wrongdoing, saying that the item seized were already declassified by himself. Fox's Ashley Webster. Five Americans wounded in Jerusalem Sunday while riding on a bus are recovering. They were shot by a Palestinian gunman. Senator Chuck Schumer says he's spoken with some of them. It hits close to home. The gunman turned himself in. America is listening to Fox News. Hey, it's Sean Hannity and Kevin Miller at KIDO for your carpool station. Hey, Sean, in the Gem State, do we go left or right? Kevin, in Idaho, we drive the right way. My buddy Kevin, he drives you into work in the morning. I'll take you home. I don't know, Sean. It could get bumpy. Now, we take a lot of right turns, Kevin, so buckle up. That's great advice, Sean. Hey, carpool with my friend Kevin Miller and me, Sean Hannity, mornings and afternoons on KIDO. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, business owners, are you feeling boxed in by the pressures of running your business? Hey, it's Kevin Miller reminding you, managing remote workforces, keeping up with changing regulations and HR compliance, hiring and retaining top talents, handling payroll, the list goes on. And there's a limit to what you can do to keep employees engaged while running your business smoothly. Fortunately, there's Insperity. They put 30-plus years of HR experience to work to help you develop a people strategy that supports your business strategy, focusing on the health of your organization. What if your HR strategy included access to better benefits to help you keep the employees you have and attract new ones? What if it also offered training for your employees 
to increase their skills so they become more productive. There will always be challenges to face in business, and no matter where they come from, Insperity is ready to help you move past them by providing the HR solutions you need. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Bright sunshine for eastbound traffic this morning. Running slow in Canyon County, really from about U-Stick on down through that construction zone. Just be uh, patient in there. They're working on that exit 26. Going to have some detours in place there. Once you cross the county line, looking pretty good into downtown Boise on the connector. Looking for that perfect date night or special occasion? Well, Il Sugo Italian Kitchen at Linder and McMillan offers a romantic Italian setting with delicious Italian food. Call for reservations online. Visit ilsugorestaurant.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Going to be looking at sunshine and highs right near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Sean Hannity this afternoon. Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. President, we're getting GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, we are, The employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. Uh, my, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. When it comes to idiots, there's your idiots right there. Exactly. Tea Party Bob joining us now, clearing his throat, getting ready to unveil his go- uh, golden vocal tones. Good morning. I think I caught your cough. <laughs> I tell you, it's rough. I'm glad you're feeling better today. I was doing uh, great until you. Terry and uh, liberals. Well, I couldn't stop. I couldn't breathe. It was just something. I, I have. I have to commend you. You dealt with it, but I have to say also that I concur with Lucille's comments about the diatribe between these two guys. Uh, it adds nothing to the show, and in fact, could cause listeners to tune out, my friend. And I'm not trying to tell you how to run your show. Just giving you my opinion, which well, is, of course, worth what you think it is. Your opinion's always welcome. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. I think that the battle between those two actually could rival anything that we've ever heard on the Sean Hannity show where he has two people going at it. So there we there we uh, well, have the analysis. Like I said, I found it a complete waste of my time. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty yeah, here. Let's, yes, hold on. Yes, let's, let's get down to the nitty-gritty, yes. You know, this liberal media, they're going after the Idaho Press and Idaho Freedom Foundation because they are exposing people who are turning our state blue. You know, it's like this Reclaim Idaho group who are running a referendum for raising our taxes to supposedly support our schools. These people are lying through their teeth when they say that uh, low- and middle-income Idahoans are not going to be affected. This initiative not only affects those making a quarter million dollars a year uh, or more. It also reinstates the 6.5% top marginal tax rate that kicks in at about $8,000 of taxable income. People earning uh, less than $250,000 will also see their taxes go up as lower marginal tax rates restored. So this initiative is 
no different than when they lied about the expansion of Medicaid and told us it would only add 50 million to the budget, which has turned out to be over 300 million and well over 100,000 Idahoans on the rolls that don't qualify. You know, this is the problem with estimates. They never pan out and always cost more than we are told. The press carries the water for these organizations like Reclaim Idaho because they are joined at the hip pushing big government. You know, these organizations clearly have an agenda to grow government in our state, and the media is doing everything they can to help them. Reporters like Betsy Russell and Brian Holmes are also joined at the hip with the left, and these are the very people who are responsible for division in our state. You know, I have dueled with Betsy Russell several times in the past 11 years that I published the Gem State. And you probably remember when I tried to get into the press club and was turned down because her four members decided I was a little too far to the right. So Idaho's media has shifted so far to the left that they don't even realize how far they've gone. I have given up reading anything written or broadcast by mainstream media in Idaho as they are all controlled by the leftist organizations. Like I said last week, Kevin, and I repeat, the free investment companies, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, control these media outlets. They tell them what they can and can't do. And this is why they're moving further to the left. People need to open their eyes. You know, it's the people's money that supports these organizations, these three investment companies, with their IRAs and 401ks. So if you want to stop it, take your money out of these guys and put it someplace else. And I ask the people of Idaho not to be fooled by this referendum that is going to be on the ballot to garner more money supposedly for our schools. Don't listen to the lies of the press because they are in bed with Reclaim Idaho and will do everything they can to push this referendum through. I urge you to turn it down and instead ask our politicians to seek a forensic audit of our education system to find out where all the waste is. Have them get rid of all these superintendents who are making one hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, wait a minute. There's they're they're not going to get rid of that because they're part of the the power structure, and and you know that, and and I know that, and you know, going back to when you legitimately tried to get into the Idaho Press Club, you were denied access, and now we have um, Idaho's most prominent journalist Betsy Russell attacking. Mr. Hoffman and the Freedom Foundation, and of course, they love that. They That only makes them stronger, along with the folks at Channel 7. Now, I don't understand why they're all these folks that, you know, ask the tough questions, and they're looking out for us, and they're going to beat up the bad guys. Why are they so sensitive? Well, why do you call her the most prominent journalist in Idaho? Well, I think she's absolutely the worst journalist. In she's Idaho. the mo- I would say she's the and most. Brian ex- Holmes is the worst. Is the worst ambassador. She's the most on ex- TV. She's the most experienced journalist in Idaho. I would argue. In what? In reporting, what is she experienced in? No, in reporting a lot of baloney. In covering politics, this lady hasn't got. <laughs> yeah, the politics she wants to cover. Well, uh, uh, not again, let, let's not. You know that. Well, let's not get into the name calling here. Then, but to me, I'm not name calling. I'm just saying she's not the most well respected journalist in Idaho. Then who would be? Uh, no one. Well, for right now, I think I think Greg is. Greg, <laughs> you're going to make me cough again because he's the so because he's the only one that's fighting back. 
Uh, again, I find it. Uh, don't fight these people. Well, I, again, I just think, and we've written about it on our website. I got to tell you, I think that it's uh, a rather strange move. And, you know, this is an opinion based show. I would agree that most things that we're seeing these days happens to be one sided. That's what launched the Gem State Patriot years ago. Well, it did. And I have, I have to tell you something. I have no respect for any of the newspapers here in Idaho or any of the broadcast stations. They have gone so far left that I don't listen to them and I don't read them. I don't really want to know what they have to say. Yeah, I've heard uh, anything they have to say is worthless. I've heard um, you're not the only ones that they're having trouble getting getting people on. In fact, what was it? Mr. Holmes the other day had to get a Republican on from Twin Falls. I, I guess no one around here wanted to talk to him. Well, are you surprised at that? No, but um, that should be a, a red alert to the people running that place. But I don't run Channel Seven. There was a red alert. There was a red alert ten years ago, and you know that because that's when I started the gym stick. Yeah, and it, it, it just got worse progressively as time went on. Whether Betsy Russell was writing for the Spokane newspaper or some other newspaper, it didn't matter. It was always the same garbage. Well, it never changes. One's person, That's my opinion. One person's trash is another person's treasure. Indeed. Well, I hope I don't have any in my house. You're probably not going to like it if you have it in your house, except maybe for your dog. Well, both dogs. I hope we you got. have a great thank, hope, Yeah, both dogs. I hope you have a great day, Kevin. Yeah, and thank, I hope you feel better. Well, thank you, Tea Party Bob. Boy, Tea Party Bob uh, fired up. And what we're talking about here is the story on our website, kidotalkradio.com where you have, and there's really three big stories there that are really alarming. You have Kieran Donahue telling Fox News that the Mexican cartels tried to kidnap his daughter when she was 16. Now, there's a couple other stories trending where he talks about the Joe Biden administration, and, and yeah, they are idiots. However, more troubling is it that here you have one of the top law enforcement officers in the state admitting that his family has been targeted by the Mexican cartels in Idaho. Then we have Boise's one of the biggest housing bubbles in America. Another edition of that, how the troubles in California now are percolating into Idaho. And then we have this one, Idaho media fires back at Boise-based conservative think tank. And I find it very unusual that you would have someone like Betsy Russell, uh, what was it, 500, 1,000 words, honing in on a podcast from the Idaho Freedom Foundation. As I've said, what what big crime have they ever done? They've been provocative. We've had our run-ins, but we always try to call it straight down the middle here, or at least to the right side. Uh, they hold people accountable with their the, the report cards. No one else seems to do that. So what crime? what crime is that really? More coming up next, Kevin Miller. KIDO Talk Radio. Kevin Miller now. Sean Hannity this afternoon. KIDO Talk Radio. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. Well, there we have it. Back to the phones. Denver, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Well, howdy, Mr. Kevin Miller. How are you today? Well, trying to get a little better with my cough. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, you sound good. You sound like you're a little bit... Uh you know, allergic to that conversation you had between our, our best friends, uh, Terry and, and Mr. Little Steve there. So 
That was incredible. Do those, man. That was incredible. Wow, I, yeah. I got to. It really is. I got to tell you, I, I somewhat agree with with Tea Party Bob on them. I mean, I get we need to hear it, but sometimes I, you know, I, I'm your Spotify guy. I'll I'll listen to you a day later just so I can fast through, fast forward through Liberal Steve because I just every time I listen to him, I'm like, wow, these people do exist. You know, even if they're paid or not, I don't know. What if, <laughs> he's just a card, I'll tell you. Um, but uh, I, I'll get back to it. You know, Patriot, Patriot Paul, Constitutional Jack, y'all nailed it on, y'all nailed it on the guns this morning, and that's that's how it's going to work. Step one, step two, and then where are we going to be at? And that's going to stink. And then uh, I was looking, I'm reading into this at uh, the three richest companies, you know, and and their portfolio holdings, and then you have the what is it, the six biggest companies own all of the media and so that's why the media goes in the liberal left way that it's going i mean because i you know i grew up in denver it was a cow town when i was there and then when i left it was swinging purple like i said and i was i was i don't know why i was excited to come to idaho i thought the press would be better i was a channel nine guy in denver that's nbc and so i get here and i turn on nbc here and i'm just like okay same news time to turn that off because it's different people but it's the same narrative and you know they just own it like everyone's saying and i I, i've been reading mr pruitt's idaho dispatch i think it's a fantastic paper i love the work he does and i love how fair he is and i think we need a lot more of that because that's how we get the word out people have to be given all the facts so we can make quality decisions you know and so getting back to it you know there's isn't there monopolies like how do how do these three this is like a tea party bob question more or less how do these three biggest companies how are we not breaking them up as a monopoly? And when it comes to all the the ownership of the media, how does that not get broken up either? I don't. Maybe somebody smarter than me can call in and kind of give us a word on how monopolies work in this country because we seem to have some that are in favor of the left and no monopolies that are in favor of the right. You know, it just stinks because it, it seems like you know the world is just a big portfolio. You know, and and we're going purple and having no morals is really what the Green New Deal is. And it just drives me nuts. Every day I wake up, step out the front door, I'm just waiting to see how I'm going to get duped today. You know, and so I just want to call in and share those facts. I'm tired of the American people footing the bill. It, yeah, it's hard to stomach every day. And I just, you know, <sighs> I love your show, Mr. Miller. I think uh, I'll finish with this. That uh, One thing I think we all need to do, I, I obviously come in hot. I, I, you know, I can get redder and red with everyone. But, uh, what I get from your show is I think we all need to be a little bit more like Jesus, a little bit more like Kevin Miller, a little bit more of a listening ear instead of someone who wants to hear themselves talk. And so with that, Mr. Miller, I will let you shut down the show. Thank you for everything you do, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you, Denver, calling in from Boise. You know you're only allowed one a day there, little buddy. I know, but, you know, I had to go ahead and climb down into the muck, did that for my and, buddy Kevin. And, and people are mad. Uh, they say that that uh, exchange didn't help the program. Yeah, well, you know, we know who said that, though, too. Kevin, yeah, and some of us aren't pruning proper. Some of us, you know, get dirty boots and dirty feet. Kevin, it's always follow the money trail. Everybody always says that. Well, over in the Ukraine, 2014, when the coup happened, guess who went in and bought up 60% of the farmland in the Ukraine? DuPont, Cargill, and Monsanto. Remember, they're Terminator seeds and all their bio, all their bio uh, 
other bio-design seeds are not. A Town Square Media Station. 580 AM. KIDO Nampa. K298CN Boise. 107.5 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio. Fox News Now. He's still fighting mad. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Former President Trump again calls the FBI corrupt and is demanding some of the 11 sets of classified documents taken in the search of his Florida home last week be given back. Saying they are protected by attorney-client privilege, writing on Truth Social. President Trump said America has never suffered this kind of abuse in law enforcement. This break-in was a sneak attack on democracy. Some current and former Republican officials are calling for more transparency. They want more information about the affidavit that was behind this raid, and they say they're concerned that the raid itself could become open-ended. Fox's Steve Harrigan outside the Trump Mar-a-Lago home. The FBI and Homeland Security put out a bulletin to law enforcement that the Trump raid has led to increased threats online against them. Bracing for, quote, an increase in violent threats posted on social media against federal officials and facilities, including a threat to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of FBI HQ. Fox's Griff Jenkins has an update on the special grand jury investigation in Georgia into former President Trump's attempts to overturn election results. A federal judge ruled this morning Senator Lindsey Graham must testify, rejecting the Republicans' argument he's immune to such questioning as a senator. China's playing more war games around Taiwan as more American lawmakers visit the island nation it claims is its territory. Democratic Senator Ed Markey is leading the delegation. We must do more to bring Taiwan into the global discussions about how we tackle planetary challenges, including the climate crisis. In New York City, the brakes squealing you hear are from the next busload of illegal immigrants arriving this morning, sent by Texas's Republican governor in protest to Democrat border policies. New York City's mayor has called Governor Greg Abbott's actions on America. America's listening to Fox News. The economy is headed directly for a disaster. The Fed can either raise rates to lower inflation and trigger a stock and housing market crash, or it can keep rates low and potentially cause hyperinflation. That is why you must take action to protect your savings right now. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement account out of paper assets and into physical gold. The Birch Gold Group IRA is what I recommend to all my family and friends. And today, Birch Gold is giving away a free information kit about how gold IRAs work. To get your free copy, just text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's crucial for you to get this information before an economic disaster is in full swing. Again, text PROTECT to the number 989898 to get your free information kit on gold. There's no obligation or purchase required, so do it now. Text PROTECT to 989898. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take action today. Traffic now still running a bit slow in that construction zone in Canyon County. You'll slow down as you cross the county line as well, headed down toward 10 Mile, Locust Grove, and Eagle Road. Typical slowdowns at those merge points. Inbound on the connector, very busy right now. Not a lot of accidents. Some schools are back in session. American Rooter and Drain, home of the $59 Drain Clean, your one-stop shop for clogged drains and sewer services. Visit American Rooter and Drain online at idahosplumber.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center, looking for sunshine and hot highs today near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. 
KIDO Talk Radio presents. I love that you let even people like me call in and have their peace. You guys really, you know, you're a shining light. Every morning. Your community voice, Kevin Miller. I wanted to move to a red state where freedom was still free and Americans were still Americans. On KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM and 580 AM. And blessed to be with you, Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. We're joined by Ricky Williams, high school All-American, college All-American, Heisman Trophy winner, NFL star, and marijuana entrepreneur who'll be in Ontario this weekend. Mr. Williams, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, first and foremost, um, uh, this is a, you are one of the most fascinating people that... Uh, I think that I've ever had a chance to speak with, and I'm sure you get that a lot, but here you are, an advocate for cannabis and marijuana, and you have your own company, and you were doing this well before it became the national phenomena that it is. Why is uh, marijuana, why is cannabis so important to you, sir? Yeah, it's important to me for a couple of reasons. I think the most important reason is it's, it's, it's helped me. You know, there, <clears throat> there's a point in my life where I was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder, and I was, I was miserable, and a friend of mine suggested that I start uh, start using cannabis, and I did. And it wasn't like I immediately started to feel better, but I noticed when I'd smoke, I'd be more reflective, and I got to know myself better. And I and I saw as I got to know myself better, uh, the anxiety went away. But the other side effect of knowing myself better is I realized that there were other things in my life that were more interesting uh, than football. And so it led me to make some choices to, to leave football and, and go explore explore those interests. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many stories, rightfully so, have been written about your choice. And a lot of us that are, you know, and you, you're around these folks all the time, rabid fans, couldn't understand why you would choose, um, you know, to explore life, to get a life, as opposed to living a life that, you know, less than 1% of the people would ever understand. But can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll I'll start when I was a kid. You know, when I was a kid, I I wanted to like do something, do something with my life. I wanted to be someone, and I I saw that my my fastest way to get there was through athletics. I was I was I loved to compete and I loved to to learn. So I took that path, and uh, and it taught me a lot of wonderful things. But I got to a point where I realized there, you know, that that my path as a football player was 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 just that. It was a journey to get me somewhere, and even as a football player, I was always looking for, for some way to have a, a, a bigger impact than just scoring touchdowns and running over linebackers. And I didn't expect it would come through advocacy for, for cannabis. And, you know, I look at my advocacy as more of mental health advocacy, you know, because uh, aside from the, the whole drug war and all that, the, at the end of the day, there's the effect of the, of the choices we make. And I think the choice to consume cannabis uh, tend to help us become more aware of what's going on inside. And I think once we become more aware of what's going on inside, we have a better opportunity to deal with it. Um, and, and that's really my message. You know, it, it's cannabis, but the, the bigger the bigger message is really about mental health. Hmm. And yet, on the other hand, we have people that abuse cannabis and such. In Idaho, one of the only states in the country that hasn't legalized medical marijuana or recreational marijuana, your thoughts on the other side of cannabis, the other side of marijuana. 
Yeah, and I think that that's that's probably even more powerful motivation. Is that I think come you know a, a big reason I think people are abusing cannabis is one life is tough, and the other reason is that people haven't been given the information. You know, I, I think there's two, there's two types of people I've noticed with cannabis: people that are are moving to escape something or deal with something, and people that are using cannabis to accentuate something. No, and and for me, I was in the, the first category first, where I was dealing with something. I was in a job that wasn't happy and I was miserable, and so I I used cannabis to deal with it, so that I could wake up in the morning and go back to doing something I didn't really want to do. And eventually, I woke up and realized I don't really want to be doing this, and so I started doing what I really wanted to do. And my cannabis use shifted into escapism, and it moved into more accentuation, and and that's when you hear people talking about creativity. So I think that. The conversations that I'm, I'm leading are, I think, helping people understand what this is. And instead of using it to escape their problems, they can use it to, to come up with creative solutions. How big is the cannabis industry? And you yourself, you've gone from um, a, a user of cannabis to an investor, an entrepreneur, a business owner. And, and again, not to, to belittle this, and that's not that you were really ahead of this whole thing before it began. And you have become... For uh, you know uh, the the face of the modern day cannabis movement. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because my like my journey with cannabis really was a mental health journey. I mean, it was twisted. It was twisted into something else. And I think you know the country is in is in a mental health crisis. And so, I think it's huge, and I think it's only going to continue to get to get bigger. And I think that's why it's so, it's so important that brands like Heisman. And people like myself are getting out and, and telling a different story because the old narrative of cannabis, you know, is, is quickly evolving. And, and I think the more people that take the lead in this industry of framing the narrative, uh, I think the industry can, can, can thrive, but hopefully not to the detriment of, of consumers. Sure. What do you say to, to law enforcement and, and even a curmudgeon like myself that don't see the value of cannabis that are critics of it, sir? Well, I, I completely, I completely understand, and I, I realized that I was a critic too because that was my training, and I think coming at the issue with the dark age is that people are not allowed to study or to do research or because of the, the stigma to even talk about it. And when you're not talking about something or studying something or informing yourself, you're going to be misinformed, and so we, we we're all victim to that misinformation. Ricky Williams joining us. Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Tell me about um, your journey from your passion to all of a sudden now you're a business owner, you have your own brand, and what have you learned along the way? It's not just about consuming and advocating. It's about payroll and product and all sorts of things. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, been, a, it's been an adventure. you know. And I think for me the, the vision for starting a business is you have a dream. Yeah, you have a dream and somehow something you dream about is something that, that your community needs. And then it's about the practical steps of t- making the dream real. And I think that's the hard, the hard work. Because right? like you said, in, in the dream, you just see money, right? Money, money, money. But in reality, you got product. You got, you got employees. Whew, right? That's managing people, right? Uh, communicating your vision to right. the team so that they, they know what to do. And, and so it's, uh, you know, what I've learned, I, the, the takeaway, and I think it's probably come out in, in the, the way I've been speaking, is really managing people and this idea of communicating a vision. It, it's, 
so much of, of what I'm doing now, I, I have, I'm having flashbacks to, to sitting in so many team meeting rooms and hearing a head coach speak. On a football team, the, the, the head coach's main job is to get, you know, the 80 guys or how many guys are on the team on the same page, okay, and aligning with the head coach's vision of whether it's what the team wants to look like or the game plan for that week. It's just getting people on the same page that are willing to, to go all out for you. And that's just my mindset. And so I think in the beginning, the people that work with me, they're, they're kind of shocked because I'm, I'm really like a low-key kind of chill guy. But when it comes to, like, execution and, like, getting to work, I get really, like, serious. So it's, it's really been managing people, you know, because the people are so excited about what we're doing. It's been easy to attract talent. But getting people on the same page is, you know, that, that's the biggest challenge, and that's what I, that's where I'm growing and learning the most. Well, why come up with a brand? Why not just uh, be an advocate? What was the impetus beside well, behind the brand? Okay, so for me, the impetus behind the brand was to get the to get the message out. You know, and this I was after I retired, I was talking to this this big time entrepreneur in Texas, and and I was really studying entrepreneurship, and I and the question I asked him was I said I said what is entrepreneurship, you know? And he said really quickly, he said, he said you, you see a need and you fill it. And the need that I saw was, was in the cannabis industry, everyone was just selling weed, you know? It was, it was mainly, about, mainly about the money, you know? And, and for me, I said, like, there's, there's no one standing up and speaking for this plan and, and possibilities be, beyond just the financial possibilities. And and I felt like I have enough, I have a big enough platform that if I say something, people are going to pay attention and, and listen. And so I didn't see anyone saying anything. And so I, I thought the best way to, to really have a voice is to actually create a business so people take this seriously. That that would be uh, be intimidating, I would imagine. Yeah. It, at the beginning, you know, I thought I'd be more laissez-faire, hands-off. But, but once it started, I realized, it, you know, it's my vision. I can't be. You know, and so it's it's really propelled me into to doing things I never thought I'd do. But I I love to learn, I love to grow, and this is it's really been an amazing experience. And and you know it's and it's not it's interesting because cannabis is is regulated differently state by state. And our goal is to be a national brand. And so as we enter new states, it's it's a whole new ball game. And so the the learning has really been you know, fast. It's been a very steep learning curve. Well, and we'll get you out in, in two minutes here, Mr. Williams. So you're going to be in Ontario promoting your brand. Uh, you're going to be there this weekend. Yeah. So I, I was there last, at the end of last football season, and it was my first, my first time, my first time to, to Eastern Oregon. But I have spent some time in Boise. My, uh, my, my first wife, uh, my, my mother-in-law, she was a, she was a faculty at, at Boise State. And so I've been up there a few times to, to visit, and I, I had to make sure I got to the blue football field to, to do some, uh, to do some training. Um, but yeah, so, and it's, it's great. You know, I show up at, at a dispensary and, and it's a meet and greet. And it, for me, it's great, a great opportunity to meet fans. And, and what I'd love to do is to ask people about their, about their cannabis consumption. You know, when did you start? You know, like, how do you, how do you use it? What do you do after? And it's, it's just cool to have those kinds of conversations when for so long it was such a taboo subject that it's something you did in secret and didn't really talk to anyone about. I imagine you're going to meet a lot of people from Idaho this weekend. And um, uh, I, I have to give you a question as someone who worked with Paul Feinbaum for many, many years. How will Texas do in the SEC? 
Um, I think we're going to do great. You know, I, I think I think we'll be able to recruit, and I think this this past season's recruiting class has, has shown you know that that Sark can recruit. Uh, I think we're ready for it. I think we're ready for it. Well, Mr. Williams, uh, you have lived up to your reputation. Uh, uh, a brilliant conversation here concerning uh, your journey, and thank you for sharing it with people around the world. I, I understand that's that was tough at first, but uh, thank you for that, sir. No, it's been very rewarding, and it's got me out of my shell, so I'm, I'm thankful for it. Well, have a great day, and maybe we'll see you around Idaho, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. There we have it. Ricky Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, former NFL All-Pro, I believe, and now budding entrepreneur. And we were supposed to have him last hour, but we had him this hour. And last hour, we were talking about weed, if you, you missed it. But for those that say, well, Kevin Miller, you never give the other side of the story. Uh, this is a great chance to have another conversation concerning legalizing cannabis. Here you have Mr. Williams. It's been well documented that he left the NFL, the NFL at the peak of his career to pursue marijuana. And at the time, people go, well, all he's going to do is smoke the weed. And whether you want to say it's because the federal laws were relaxed, which they were, and now you had states legalizing it, he was at the right place at the right time. Very criticized for that, but has become a mental health advocate, a entrepreneur, and an advocate for legalizing marijuana. And in Idaho, we do not have legalized weed. I know Eric from CUNA has always given me a hard time about that, but that's where we will uh, start it, 580 5436-580-KIDO. Your thoughts on what Mr. Williams had to say, and maybe you agree with him concerning legalizing marijuana, the weed, or cannabis. Kevin Miller. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. KIDO Talk Radio. You know, we all love to love, do we not? Even cynical Kevin Miller, I love talking about Simmons Fine Jewelry, SimmonsFineJewelry.com, where Idaho gets engaged. Their number, 888-2799. But better yet, go to the where, their website, SimmonsFineJewelry.com. Why? Well, you'll find out about the Timepiece Trade-In Program, the Simmons Story, locally owned and operated for the last 30 years in Boise, in Meridian, right off Eagle Road. Interest-free financing is available. How about a lifetime warranty and custom jewelry design? You could follow them on social media like Instagram or YouTube or better yet, do what I do. Go in, talk to Blake, talk to Jay, and ask them what they think. You want something that's going to be remembered, cherished, and worn for generations to say, this is our love, and we want to continue on generation after generation. The Simmons family, they understand that. 888-2799, SimmonsFineJewelry.com. Ramsey, today at noon, Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. And we move on. Let's get to... Steve in Hayden with Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Steve. Hey, Kevin. Hey, speaking about this weed, having been a refugee from Oregon um, where marijuana was legalized and seeing what it did to the state, um, it just accelerated the downfall of that state once legalization came in. And it always starts with, you know, medical, and then it's, well, you can grow your own plants, and then it always eventually ends up being legalized, and everybody wanting to grow. Southern Oregon was a beautiful place. Um, 
beautiful agriculture area, and it's amazing how many beautiful, productive farm fields. Uh, overnight, you'd see fences go up, cheap, you know, they'd throw up cheap buildings, and next thing you know, they're growing weed, and they're, you see guys walking around patrolling it, and it just destroyed the character of Southern Oregon, and then the politics just followed, and it went downhill. So the same point I made once before is why does every state have to be all things to all people? Um, there are plenty of states where marijuana is legalized. People can move to Washington, Oregon, Colorado. They're beautiful states. Move there if you want to have unfettered access to weed. But why does Idaho have to be just yet another state that's just going to turn into, you know, just be like every other state? I mean, it, but the great thing about Idaho is our uniqueness, but that uniqueness is, slowly going away as we as the whole country just becomes this blue sludge homogenized place so i'm a definite no vote on any kind of legalization and that's coming from someone who back in the day in oregon thought it was a good idea and i definitely learned my lesson so well what did you uh what did you think of mr williams argument you know i got to be honest i didn't hear it i just heard the last bit of your blurb um what did he say specifically well, this is a gentleman who's left the NFL, who is an entrepreneur and talked about the mental health issues and uh, believes that cannabis can help people. Well, I think it probably does have some medicinal value. Maybe maybe you make it a pharmaceutical that you have to get a prescription for. But like I said, if you really think that's the case, then move to Oregon, <laughs> move to Washington, move someplace where you can get that stuff. Just you know, it should be a state's issue, and all states do not have to be all things to all people. Well, I would uh, I would agree with you on that, and I I support the state staying drug free. Um, but it's interesting to get other people's perspectives on this, and then you have a lot of people, a lot of business owners in Idaho that have bought the the weed dispensaries. We see the billboards. They would love to advertise mm -hmm. on radio. They'd love to do a lot of things. And really, that whole monopoly would be shattered if the state legalized marijuana. And people can malign Governor Little all they want, but he is, in fact, the, the person that said he's drawn the line. That's not going to happen. Then you talk to law enforcement folks in Canyon County, and you know sometimes, I don't know if they do it, and I'm just tongue-in-cheek here, to, to raise revenue. you got the roadblocks, and they're... You know, I, I saw one old couple, they had a big van full of weed and psh, off to the Huskow. Well, there are other ways to raise revenue. You know, put up, write tickets for speeding. I live on a road that's 25 miles an hour and no one drives 25. So you know what? Write speeding tickets because I'd love to see that calm down. But um, I've never been a smoker of the weed. Tried it a few times, didn't get it, um, didn't understand. But it is definitely, in my opinion, a gateway drug. And I've seen so many people that just, they do get addicted to it, and they're just, uh, you know, some people get up first thing in the morning and have a cup of coffee, and I knew guys that first thing in the morning, they'd get up and have a bong hit, and it's just, you go through life in a haze. Well, and you never see those people being the most assertive or the most, uh, you know, having the most initiative. No, I mean, there are definitely some stoners that have done very well in business. I'm not, you know, it's, I don't know that it's any worse than alcohol, but at the same time, we just don't need yet another controlled substance dumbing down our population. And it does dumb you down. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I think we've done a really good job of dumbing down the population.
Oh, yeah, definitely. So have a great weekend, Kevin. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. 580-5436-580-KIDO. Your reaction to our interview with uh, Mr. Williams, Ricky Williams, who will be in Ontario uh, promoting his brand um, of cannabis and all sorts of things. Uh, he had to actually his first wife, his mother-in-law, lives in Boise, uh, worked at Boise State, so he is familiar with our area. Um, but again, you come down to the idea of medical marijuana, and that's really how these folks get into states. And the big question would be, what state has really benefited from this? You know, we have a we have a horrible problem in this state, and it's one that everybody ignores. Everybody flipping ignores. It's aggressive driving. It's driving under the influence of alcohol. This morning, coming in, what is it, uh, 44 and 16, just sitting there having a good old time and light turns red, boom, guy with his big truck and trailer, boom, and I'm going, man, I'm glad we all know not to go when the light turns green. Otherwise, people get hurt, people get killed, people get T-boned, and that's people driving irresponsibly, aggressively, and I'm Who's to say I've never run a red light? But you have, and then you have, you couple that with the alcohol. And what's the inside joke here in Idaho? Uh, you, sooner or later, you're going to find somebody on Ada County that you know. I know people that I used to work with. That was their favorite part of the day. They would come in, and the first thing that they would do would be to see if they knew anybody on Ada County. And I'm talking about Ada County's mugshots. And then you'd have people, famous, infamous people, that would that are got busted for drinking and driving. Now, you legalize the weed, and you open up a, a bigger can of worms. And I do believe it's a gateway drug. There was a movement a couple years ago. A lot of people thought it would roll, but you have, like them or not, and I love them, conservative Idaho lawmakers that have said, not going to happen. And you do have others that would surprise you that are pro-weed. But there was a bill that I don't think it got out of committee, but the committee debated it, that would be the most stringent medical marijuana bill in the country. And we try not to be insensitive to those people that say, look, it helps. I believe you. I believe you. I believe there are benefits to medical marijuana. But how do you balance that with... As soon as you put medical marijuana in, here comes the doctor shopping, as everybody in California knows, and then all of a sudden, well, we might as well just let everybody run wild, and before you know it, not only do you have to worry about inattentive, aggressive drivers, drunk drivers, texting drivers, people eating their Whoppers while, well, that's enough, Whoppers while driving, then you're going to have people that are under a mind-altering drug. How many people uh, want to add more dangers to Idaho roads? I certainly don't. Phone numbers here, 580-5436-580-KIDO. We'll talk a little bit more about weed coming up and take more of your phone calls. Uh, By the way, uh, Liberal Steve emailing me, marijuana in this country that is federally illegal, a $33 billion industry. Now remember, that's without banks. That's without any type of federal regulation because the banks, just like the radio stations, cannot touch or the media companies cannot touch 
anything that is against federal law. By the way, this just in, there are two kinds of car buyers out there, people who want to buy a car, people who need to buy a car. The need-to-buy person needs to get, get to work, school, grocery store, doctor's appointments, you name it, the essentials. And if they have a car right now, it's not very reliable, which is the absolute worst, is it not? And often need the need-to-buy people to get help with their credit. If you're one of the many need-to-buy people, go to Team Mazda in the pre-owned superstore. Aaron and Joel have cars and credit for everyone. This week, Team has 180 pre-owned vehicles for you to choose from. They'll find the right one for you. Team has lots of relationships with lenders to get approval. They do it every day. Think about that. They do it every day. Getting people approved for auto financing who didn't think it was possible. And you can easily start the pre-approval process online at GoTeamMazda.com and click the big blue I pre-check button. You don't enter your full social and it won't affect your credit. And you'll see right away what your buying power really is. Don't stress with unreliable transportation. Go Team Mazda. Go to the Team Mazda and pre-owned superstore and let them help you. By the way, Aaron and Joel, they will get you that lowest interest rate possible. That's their job, and they understand it. And then they like to guide you. Let's say your credit rating is 400. They'll get you the 500, 600, 700. They value you. They value uh, their relationship with you. Traffic now out of Canyon County into Ada County. Still very busy, slowing down as you approach that Meridian Road area. We do have one accident reported eastbound on the freeway right near the Orchard Interchange. Off on the right-hand side, watch for that. You may want to move to the left. American Rooter and Drain, home of the $59 drain clean. Your one-stop shop for clogged drains and sewer services. Visit American Rooter and Drain online at idahosplumber.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot. Highs today reaching near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. The DOJ and the FBI are warning of threats to law enforcement agencies. The FBI and Department of Homeland Security say they've seen an increase in threats to federal law enforcement, as well as other agencies and government officials in the wake of the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago. A federal law enforcement source confirmed the bulletin to Fox News, warning of an increase in violent threats on social media, including one to put a so-called dirty bomb in front of the FBI headquarters. Fox's Tonya J. Powers. As as another busload of migrants arrives in New York City this morning, this GOP lawmaker says the relocating of illegals to cities away from the southern border will continue. Until we secure that southern border, every town's a border town, every state is a border state, we need to end this and allow our southern border mm-hmm. to be secured. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn on Fox. America is listening to Fox News. Hey, Sean Hannity and Kevin Miller at KIDO for your carpool station. Hey, Sean, in the Gem State, do we go left or right? Kevin, in Idaho, we drive the right way. My buddy Kevin, he drives you into work in the morning. I'll take you home. I don't know, Sean. It could get bumpy. Now, we take a lot of right turns, Kevin, so buckle up. That's great advice, Sean. Hey, carpool with my friend Kevin Miller and me, Sean Hannity, mornings and afternoons on KIDO. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM.
FM, KIDO Talk Radio. Hey folks, Kevin Miller here for our friends at Beacon Plumbing. And as Beacon Plumbing likes to say, stop freaking, call Beacon. Well, Kevin Miller... That's easier said than done, not with the paid professionals at Beacon Plumbing. Whether it's heating, whether it's electrical, whether it's septic or mechanical, they can handle your local plumbing needs. They have a a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week hotline, a service line, a same-day service line at 208-207-5560. Beacon Plumbers cater to your residential and community needs, providing services that surpass industry standards. Call Beacon Plumbing today for service of an experienced plumber. Remember, choosing the right plumber can be tricky because we have a lot of plumbers on the Kevin Miller program. Beacon Plumbing wants you to know that they understand and they will work to earn your Loyalty through excellent service, impeccable workmanship, and high-grade materials. The utmost professionalism is what you can count on at Beacon Plumbing, along with competitive pricing. Beacon Plumbing, call them now, 208-207-5560. Traffic now still dealing with that accident. I-84 eastbound right on the corner of Orchard, right at the end of the runway. So watch for that as you go eastbound. It's on the right-hand side. And a reminder, several school districts are back in session today, so you're going to find those school zones being enforced. Check out the AZEC Company's premium Timber Tech decking and railing at TimberTech.com. Or for a great career with a great company, find the AZEC Company on Indeed or at AZECO.com. That's A-Z-E-K-C-O.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot highs today reaching near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, Treasure Valley, catch me, Sean Hannity, today at 3. Now it's back to my friend. I've known him for years. Great guy, Kevin Miller, right here on KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM. That's right, 107.5 FM. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. And blessed to be with you, Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Phone number is 580-5436-580-KIDO. So... Does it feel like a recession to you? The administration says we're not in a recession. Let's go back to former President Bill Clinton. Mr. President, what is a recession? Well, a recession is two quarters in a row of negative growth. I don't think we're going to have that. There we have it. Good old Bill Clinton. It's the economy, stupid. Well, a recession is two quarters in a row of negative growth. I don't think we're going to have that. By the way, speaking of stupid, let's hear what our president has to say. Joe Biden. You remember Joe Biden? And just last week, as I said, SK Corporation of the Republic of Korea announced $22 billion in new investment in semiconductor batteries, chargers, and medical devices, creating another 16,000 jobs here in America. And this is powering the strongest rebound in American manufacturing in over three decades, creating 613,000, 613,000 manufacturing jobs. Passing the CHIPS bill is going to put another $72 billion for incentives and tax credits to expand semiconductor production. And the Inflation Reduction Act will add another $370 billion in clean energy tax credits in reconciliation including incentives to accelerate domestic production of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries, and critical materials processing. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. 
Uh, Mr. President, what's what's the price of gas? What's the what's the price of milk? What what's the price of a carton of eggs? Talk about out of touch. And the crazy thing about this, in the crazy, wacky, zany lib world, for lack of a better term, that's what we'll call it, is that you have the liberals saying, well, Joe is is past these bills. Now, locally, what does this chip bill mean? And maybe you heard our conversation with Congressman Fulcher yesterday where he called China the enemy. You can check that out on our website, kidotalkradio.com. And we also talked about the chip bill and what it would mean for Micron. Now, remember, Micron was looking for this um, bill to be passed and using the idea that maybe they'll expand in Boise. The Idaho congressional delegation voted for this bill. But when we take a look at Boise, you heard Congressman Fulcher, he's been in that business and said, the idea of building something in Boise, in Idaho, probably is not going to happen. But maybe in other parts of the country. Yeah, Virginia, they spent $6 billion, what was it, a couple years ago, on a new chip facility. Now, would I rather have it in Virginia than Taiwan? Yes. Would I rather have it uh, in Idaho than Virginia? Yes. And it always amazes to me, that these companies, and look, Micron, the world leader, it's amazing how many stories that we have here in the Treasure Valley that are that go untold. Um, I was watching the news last night, and there's a young lady in CUNA that has uh, finances it herself, does a sanctuary for animals, like farm animals. And then you have Micron, who is one of the world leaders in, in chip manufacturers right here in Boise. Of course, their leader, he lives in Colorado, or no, California. And, you know, they're a worldwide brand. I would say I would bring everything home to Idaho, but I'm not a business person. Ron Paul Jim, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Ron Paul Jim. Morning, Kevin. Uh, I... I basically just want to draw a bigger picture. You know, when you're talking about cannabis and you're talking about uh, chip manufacturing and uh, uh, Biden touting some uh, numbers that nobody even can uh, put a finger on where he's getting this information. Uh, really, you need to look at what's going on with the World Economic Forum to know what this administration is up to. You can look at Canada and see that they're following the same same agenda that the World Economic Forum keeps talking about. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, you know, all anybody has to do is go online and listen to this guy. You will have nothing and you will be happy and now they're talking about no private automobile ownership is what, where they're going now he also said about this build back better thing which was which was crafted in the world economic forum he said you must in order to build back better you must first destroy what exists and they're in the process of destroying 
what exists in our country. You have to look at these people uh, and see that no matter what they say, it's their actions that are counter to anything productive towards making this country better. The lockdowns, the mass mandates, these are all forms of compliance in a, in a mass psychosis, a psyop that has been engineered. I, I don't know if you know this, but have you ever heard of Tavistock? Can't say that I have. Tavistock was the original MK Ultra. You know what MK Ultra did? No. Well, they experimented with mind control. This was, you know, CIA operations and stuff like that. So they could, you know, create an assassin under hypnosis, that sort of stuff. Well, but more so, they're interested in how they can craft the uh, the language and stuff so that, like, for example, uh, great example is what happens on the left is they redefine words. Like right now, they're redefining the word recession to mean something it never has meant before. Do you agree? Yes. Um, let's go to one real basic one. Gay. You know what gay used to mean, right? Happy. Yeah. But they've hijacked that word. They've changed the meaning. You know? Uh, what used to be a uh, mental disorder was, you know, homosexuality. Now, it was a disorder. Now, they want to they stigmatize anybody that, that thinks that way to be homophobic. You know? So you're, you're the sick one, not them. You know? And we were hearing about all this, uh, you know, slippery slope which we were uh, trying to prevent the slippery slope of normalizing these sexual deviants. And now look what's happening in our schools. We have transgender uh, storybook reading and stuff like that. If it was so good, why do they have to hide it? Why did they have to keep it under wraps? We're being told lies all the time, and this is part of the plan. This is MK Ultra. This is Tavistock. By the way, there was a uh, Tavistock industry in Great Britain where they were uh, uh, going to uh, give uh, what they call puberty blockers and uh, transition children at. Well, it was just ruled to shut down because it was unsafe for kids. And it just happened to be Tavistock. So these industries, they still exist. They still, they're privately funded. If you look these names up, you will see what they're up to. Look at the whistleblowers that have come out about it. This is all by design. Look at the 45 communist goals entered into the uh, congressional record in 1963. You will see that they took over the psychiatric industry. That was one of their major goals so that everything was considered mentally mental illness now look at how powerful that is in the in the judicial system everything's about mental illness pretty soon you're going to have some sort of czar that says we need to have gun regulations based on 
uh, whether or not, you know, you have a psychiatric background check. Well, who's to decide who is uh, capable of handling a firearm? If you got some lefty in there, they're going to look at anybody that opposes them as unfit to own or control and carry a firearm. And that's where they're going. Ron Paul, Jim, thank you. KIDO Talk Radio. It's Dave Ramsey. Listen to me today, live at noon. And now back to my friend Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM. That's 107.5 FM. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. Concern. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Kevin. Yeah, I was uh, listening to your your show there and, and listening to Joe Biden talking about his 600,000 jobs. And I was just wondering, that doesn't even cover the people that are coming across the border. I mean, we had a, probably over a million coming across the border. And what are they going to do for jobs? You know, it's, it's the, the trick is not the jobs. I mean, everyone's picking up a second job because they can't afford anything. So that's making the, the job rate, uh, unemployment rate go down. And, you know, it, it's it's just a quagmire. I mean, he, he's got this country so messed up. It's it's just something else. And I'd also like to comment on uh, Tom Munns yesterday or, or the other day when he was talking about, you know, Germany and uh, how we were basically enticing a, a war of some sort. And it's like, I'm not sure, I, you know, I agree with that 100 percent because, you know, England was getting pounded by V2 rockets and that had nothing that, you know, Germany was on a, on a roll just to take over. They weren't on a, you know, we weren't doing anything with them special. You know, I just, I just don't believe that World War II was created because of... Well, and, and Hitler declared war on us. That, exactly, you know, and by doing nothing, it cost us, you know, what, 3,000 lives or whatever in, in Pearl Harbor. You know, I just I just don't buy that. You know, I know that there's probably things in the background, you know, secrets and stuff that go on that people like the war, but I don't believe it was just caused by that, you know. But anyways, uh, great show as always, and uh, I hope you're feeling better for your cough. Well, I appreciate the phone call. It gives me a, a break. Um, you take care, Concern. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Lee Joe, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio with Kevin Miller. Good morning, sir. Did you feel your rights go away yesterday? Not at all. Oh, you didn't? Oh, good. Good, good for you. Because they, they don't exist. They exist only because the government gives you permission to hold them. And uh, they've denied that permission now officially for a First Amendment right for everyone, especially in Idaho. You've got a city, the city ordinance that uh, those, those are much more important than the First Amendment. Uh, Susan was found guilty of disturbing the peace. And... Uh, any argument of uh, this is my First Amendment right to do, to protest a government meeting being held at someone's home, meeting laws of Idaho is thrown out by the judge and uh, the jury's instructions basically say if she made noise, she's disturbing the peace, she's guilty. Uh, we don't we don't have people who understand the First Amendment, as jurors, as judges, as, uh, as as any part of the system. So just remember, you don't have a right to protest your government. We found it with uh, Ammon's case, same deal. Well, what you're saying is you don't have a right to go to somebody's home and chant and do all sorts of things. 
somebody's home was having a meeting at Central District Health. Okay, this she was having a Central District Health meeting at her home, and everyone was restricted from going in the building at Central District Health, which had two two people in it. And that the open meeting law was violated. The government has completely overstepped its bounds, and government unelected government officials need to be held accountable for their decisions to usurp authority and limit constitutional rights, freedom of assembly, freedom of association. And this cannot stand. These people are going to take more and more and more. And you and folks will just stand idly by and say, oh, well, it wasn't me. I, I, I didn't need, I didn't protest. So I'm not going to jail. I, I, it's, it's not my problem. They're coming for you, everybody. They're coming for you. You, you, you have to look at the uh, writing on the wall. They decided this emergency order is a grand way to get. And yet, nobody, power nobody and was held. Ac- nobody was held accountable for that in the recent primary. I would beg to differ. The recent primary got rid of Fred Martin. Got rid of Greg Cheney. That was definitely a yeah, but, but I'm 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 talking about the the governor's race. Yeah, the governor's yeah the governor's race. You know the Iaki, the Iaki lackeys did their best and and they they pulled it off. But that's if you look closely, you can see the diminishing of the old guard. But as a as a whole, at the grassroots, we really took care of some business. Um, with some of these Iaki lackeys and the corporate socialists. and Brad's not going to have all the divine authority that he's presumed before. He'll continue with his message of, oh, the economy's doing great, and we have this giant surplus uh, in our budget thanks to the federal government. And, uh, we're, you know, he's going to continue with that economic message and hope it resonates with people. In the meantime, your rights are gone. This country wasn't founded for economic freedom. How, how are how are my rights freedom. how are my rights gone? I'm I'm not bothering anybody. Why don't well you a uh, member of the press, do you hold the precious press badge? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I walk around dressed up like a bum. I know, I know. Do you get the? I got. I got. The, uh, I got. The, town Square Media Station. Kevin Miller mornings. Sean Hannity afternoons. KIDO Talk Radio. One zero seven five FM. Five eighty AM. KIDO Nampa. Fox News Now. He will do whatever he can to help the country. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what former President Trump claims telling Fox Digital this morning. He's reached out to the Justice Department to try to bring the temperature down. After the FBI searched his Florida home last week, taking 11 sets of classified documents, he wants some back, calling it privileged attorney-client material and also executive privileged material, which they knowingly should not have taken. I respectfully request that these documents be immediately returned. Fox's Brooks Sigmund, the former president, also says there's tremendous anger calling last week's rate a 
sneak attack. That sentiment is now at the heart of a new DHS and FBI memo about threats to federal agents. Part of that memo warns of, quote, an increase in violent threats posted on social media against federal officials and facilities, including a threat to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of FBI HQ. Fox's Peter Ducey, the Taliban fighters held a parade in Kabul today, one year after Afghanistan's government collapsed, completing the Taliban takeover amid a U.S. troop pullout House Republicans in a report call a failure. In its wording, tragic yet avoidable outcomes in leaving around 800 U.S. citizens behind in Afghanistan. The National Security Council replying through a memo says the House Republicans' report is partisan, incomplete, and riddled with inaccuracies and false claims. Fox's Evan Brown. Another bus arrived in New York City this morning with illegal immigrants on board, sent by Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott, who blames Democrat policies for a surge at the border, and that they all went willingly. But the NYC Immigrant Affairs Commissioner Manuel Castro doesn't think so. Individuals have wanted to leave the buses, and uh, fortunately, they... Uh, they were met with resistance. Two fired Minneapolis police officers charged in George Floyd's death have just rejected plea deals, so they'll go to trial in the fall, accused of aiding and abetting ex-op Derek Chauvin, who was convicted of murder for kneeling on Floyd's neck. America's listening to Fox News. The economy is headed directly for a disaster. The Fed can either raise rates to lower inflation and trigger a stock and housing market crash, or it can keep rates low and potentially cause hyperinflation. That is why you must take action to protect your savings right now. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement account out of paper assets and into physical gold. The Birch Gold Group IRA is what I recommend to all my family and friends. And today, Birch Gold is giving away a free information kit about how gold IRAs work. To get your free copy, just text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's crucial for you to get this information before an economic disaster is in full swing. Again, text PROTECT to the number 989898 to get your free information kit on gold. There's no obligation or purchase required, so do it now. Text PROTECT to 989898. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take action today. Traffic now still dealing with that accident. I-84 eastbound right on the corner of Orchard, right at the end of the runway. So watch for that as you go eastbound. It's on the right-hand side. And a reminder, several school districts are back in session today, so you're going to find those school zones being enforced. Check out the AZEC Company's premium TimberTech decking and railing at TimberTech.com. Or for a great career with a great company, find the AZEC Company on Indeed or at AZECCO.com. That's A-Z-E-K-C-O.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot highs today reaching near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. I love that you let even people like me call in and have their peace. You guys really, you know, you're a shining light. Every morning. Your community voice, Kevin Miller. I wanted to move to a red state where freedom was still free and Americans were still Americans. On KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM and 580 AM. And thank you for joining us. Out to our great friend, Lars Larson, the Lars Larson Show. Catch him tonight at 6 on KIDO Talk Radio. Lars, good morning. Good morning, Kevin. I have to tell you, my family had a great time on our little vacation with my granddaughter in northern Idaho. We went to uh, Silverwood. We went to Lake Coeur d'Alene. A beautiful place. 
And uh, what, what is interesting to get a perspective go, coming from the blue side of the Pacific Northwest, blue politically, uh, where you find crime and violence and uh, graffiti and drug use and homeless encampments that would make your eyes bug out. And you get to places like uh, Spokane oh, is an okay. I mean, I mean, I've lived in Spokane before, but uh, and it's a nice town. But but Coeur d'Alene, absolutely beautiful. Not a homeless encampment in sight. No graffiti. Uh, enforcement of the laws. Very nice people. And then going up to Silverwood to the uh, the park there uh, for my granddaughter's first visit, and she had a great time. And we were able to avoid Disney because my wife and I used to be huge fans of of Disney. And we are no longer no mouse in the Larson house these days, uh, because they uh, they've gone woke, and they've brought political correctness, and I think indoctrination. I even venture to say grooming uh, to Disney, and uh, and we're just not fans of Disney anymore. But Silverwood can't say enough nice things. Well, I, it seems that everybody was in Northern Idaho. You got the New York Jets, Justin Bieber, and Lars Larson. Is that right? So we were in good company in in the big met, metropolitan city of Athol, which has inspired many, many radio jokes, but we won't go into those this morning. Boy, speaking of uh, jokes, what do you make of uh, Joe Manchin's move on this uh, climate change bill? Well, you know, isn't that interesting that, that Joe seems to be holding the line on some things and not in other places, but, you know, we ought to send him a, a, a big thank you card for some of the things that he's helping to hold back. Uh, because without him, without Kristen Cinema of Arizona, uh, some of this stuff would slide on through. But I'm I'm really concerned about where we're going as a country. The the green, all of the green policies have turned out to be disasters, and they're disasters not just here, but disasters in other in other countries that are, that are a little farther down the road with them than we are. And, and that's what you really ought to, ought to do. It's what any common sense person would do, Kevin. If you said, hey, my neighbor is going to try this, you say, great, let him try it, and we'll see how it works out. And then if it works out well, maybe we'll try it as well. Well, when your neighboring countries have tried green policies like Germany, and they found, gee, this leaves us short of energy and in big trouble, then, then why would you want to go that direction? And especially, why would you want the government to, to use the taxpayers' money to push us in that direction? And yet, Joe Manchin apparently is saying it's not gonna, we're not going to raise taxes, and the Republicans are begging to differ on that and saying that uh, when you raise taxes on business, everybody's going to pay. Yeah, and, and it doesn't make any sense to raise taxes in the middle of a recession. Uh, and in fact, Manchin has been firm on that point, but apparently now not so much. So... I don't know where that one's going to go, especially in an election year. It just seems very odd uh, that uh, you know the Democrat Party wants to commit Harry Carey and go off, you know, uh, to mix metaphors, go off the edge of a cliff and say, "Yeah, let's spend a massive amount of money, let's raise taxes, let's let's do everything we can to hurt business," while while business is in the middle of of what promises to be a very tough time. We've got prices rising you know, like crazy. I th mo much of the country is already in double-digit inflation, Kevin. Now, the overall national numbers show it's still at 9-1. But as the prices go up, imagine what this is going to do to people. People have to change their spending. They're going to say, well, then I'm not going to do certain things. I'm not going to spend money on that because I don't have the money. So what does that do to the economy? And while we're still in a positive territory for available jobs, about 11 million available jobs, I don't think that's going to last very long. 
Well, and that seems to be the argument that the administration has. We're not in a recession, Lars, because uh, people have a lot. Of, look at the labor market. The, the jobs are great. Two, two quarters of negative growth. So it doesn't matter how many jobs you have available. If the country isn't producing as much, you know, and for people, I'm not a big uh, economics expert, but I understand the definite, the classical definition of recession is two quarters, two, three month periods where the country didn't grow, it, the economy shrank. We have now hit two quarters, you know, six months of shrinkage of the economy. And Kevin, I know that a lot of people don't want to pay attention to things like this, or they just say, I, I don't understand that. So it's easy to understand. If your company, say even on a, on a local level, if you work for a company and every month you hear, wow, we're hitting new sales records. If there's more coming into the co company, there are more opportunities for everyone to move up in positions, to get bigger jobs, better jobs within that same company. In a country that's growing, when there's growth, there are more opportunities. When there's shrinkage, there are fewer opportunities. I mean, if you were working at a company and you said, gee, I'm really hoping they're going to create a new uh, division. We're going to put one in Napa or we're going to put one in, uh, you know, in, in Coeur d'Alene. And, and then the company says, well, our sales went down last month, so we're not going to open the new location. And you were hoping to be the general manager of the new location. Guess what? That opportunity just went away. And, and that's all you have to do to understand it on a, on a smaller scale. Uh, when the country shrinks, opportunities go away. But, well, again, you'll, this is a very easy one for you today, Lars, uh, as they are every Monday with us here on KIDO Talk Radio. But, you know, Joe says that gas prices are going down and we've nah. had, and everything is great. We should all be happy. You, you know what Joe reminds me of? Have you ever seen one of those furniture places where they say everything is marked 50% off? And you walk in and you look at the price and go, that's, that's the price that ought to be on this couch or this table. And you say, how do they get 50% off? You double the price and then you bring it back down. And you say, look what a deal I'm offering you. You're not offering me a deal. If you said a particular couch is a $300 or $500 couch, and you put $1,000 on it and then mark it 50% off, yes, I know they do that because they think that some people will look at that and go, look at this. This, this couch is marked off 50%. It's a smoking deal. You have to look at it and say, that's a $500 couch that they put a $1,000 price tag on and then announced a 50% off sale. So when Joe takes gas prices, remember where they were, $2.39 a gallon nationwide average uh, on the day he took office, two thirty-nine. Now, that's the nationwide average. Some places were even lower than that. They were below 2 bucks down in the Gulf states. Up here in the Northwest, uh, prices are always generally higher because for a lot of reasons, refineries, transportation, things like that. But two thirty-nine. where did they go to? North of $5, more than double. And then when they come back down from north of $5 to, what, four thirty about now, nationwide average, you say, gee, what a smoking good deal. You doubled our gas prices and then took, you know, 15% off. Double the price minus 15% is not a deal. Oh, indeed. Lars, what do you make of these primaries coming up? Obviously, one in Washington, one in Arizona. People are interested yeah, to see how it plays out. I, I think we're going to see more of a red wave. Now, in the bluer states like Oregon and Washington, well, Oregon already had its primary in May, but Washington's primary is tomorrow, and I have to cast my ballot, and Tina and I are casting our ballots the way we usually do. We drive them right to the elections office on Election Day. 
And uh, I think we've got some opportunities to knock out some Democrats and to replace some rhino Republicans with with real Republic with real conservatives. And so, for example, my member of Congress officially, because I live in her district, is Jamie Herrera Butler, who voted for the impeachment of Donald Trump for no good reason at all, who's who's become a an establishment Republican, what we used to call a country club Republican, uh, where they go along with what the Democrats want to do, and they aren't real conservatives. I hope to replace her with a guy by the name of Joe Kent, who's running against her, uh, a military veteran, 20 years, special forces, lost his wife to ISIS. She was murdered by, by ISIS terrorists. She was in the Navy. And Joe is a good, solid guy, and he has the endorsement of Donald Trump. And his, one of his su- supposed conservative opponents, Heidi St. John, uh, had promised to back whoever got the Trump endorsement. She thought she had it in the bag. Uh, Joe got the endorsement instead because Trump looked at both of them and said, Joe's the real conservative, and she lied. The one thing you should, you should really consider you know, when, when people are voting is, is this person telling you the truth? Because if they're lying to you during their campaign, they're definitely going to lie once they've won the office. So I, I think we're going to see more of a big red wave. And I think this fall, the big red wave in the general election is going to be massive. And I think the Democrats know it. And that's why they're panicked. They're, they're panicked by everything that is going on. Nothing much is going well. And trying to sell, you know, the, the low gas, oh, they're low gas prices. They're two, almost $2 higher than January 20th of last year. And, and then you've got inflation of other products. Anybody who's going to the grocery store, and Tina and I were just at the grocery store two days ago, because I go with her when, when you do the family's grocery shopping, prices are insane. I don't know how anybody's affording groceries. I mean, look, I make a nice paycheck, Kevin, but, but I think about the average family walking in there and, you know, groceries are 11 or 12% higher than a year ago. You're getting the same food, except instead of spending uh, 500 it's 550 you know, instead of paying a thousand, if you're shopping for a, a month's groceries for a family of four, you're going to spend eleven hundred dollars. Well, where's that extra hundred dollars coming from? It comes out of something else: savings, your emergency fund, your kids' college fund, your four hundred one k or your IRA. Uh, it has to come from somewhere, and Joe is sucking that right out of your wallet. So. When he says, oh, no, no, no tax increases for those making less than $400,000, let me tell you something. Inflation is the meanest tax of all because you pay more money to get the same stuff. Yep. And that is a tax, especially when it's driven by government policy. And this inflation is driven by government policy. He can't blame the Russians or Ukraine, which started in February, for inflation that really got rolling in June of last year. How do you do that? I mean, Kevin, can you imagine, you know, <laughs> you go in and tell your boss, ah, boss, I, I can't get that project done. Why? Well, because of the rain. And your boss says, the rain started 10 minutes ago. You started, you know, slowing down on the project three weeks ago. You, you can't blame what's happening now in Russia for what started the inflation that began in the summer of last year. But Joe's going to try. Right. And maybe there's some dimwit Democrats that are dim enough to actually believe it. Our great friend Lars Larson joining us, Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio. Uh, Lars, we'll get you out on, on these two. What do you make of Arizona, and what do you make of the 
strained relationship between Mike Pence and Donald Trump? I th- I think it was it was guaranteed to be strained because Pence didn't do what Trump wanted him to do on the day they were counting the votes. And there I've talked to different lawyers about whether or not he could have done it. But Donald Trump also knew that if there was an opportunity to run for president, Mike Pence has always wanted to be president of the United States. At this point, I used to be a big fan of Mike Pence. He's in he's from our business. He was a talk right. show host. Um, but I don't trust him anymore. And and I'll give you a couple of good reasons. The the very beginning of of the chaos that really overwhelmed the Trump administration. Trump got a lot done, but he could have got a lot more done. The Democrats threw a lot of roadblocks in his way. And one of the things they did was they created chaos, and it began uh, a few literally a few days into Donald Trump's term with the firing of General Mike Flynn. Mike Flynn never should have been fired. Why was he fired? Because the FBI conspired against him and lied about him, which was proven later. And who believed the lies? Mike Pence. And how could he have detected those lies? And I'll tell you very easily how he could have done it. And, and it required just the kind of due diligence you and I would, would do. The FBI came to him and said, well, you know, Mike Pence has lied about his conversations with the Russian ambassador. Now, did Mike Pence say, well, do you have a transcript of the conversation he had with the Russian ambassador, which they did? And uh, they would have said yes. He said, well, then I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to see what he said. You tell me what he said in here that was, you know, that was, and what he said later that was a lie. If he had done that, if he had done his freaking job, he would have told the FBI, go pound sand. This man hasn't lied about anything. The transcript you have proves that. Now, when you have a very important job, and Vice President of the United States is a very important job, and you cause somebody to be fired, the National Security Advisor to the President of the United States, and the, the second, not just firing of Flynn being wrong, because it was dead wrong, but the thing it set off was a few days into Trump's term, uh, the Democrats managed to get one of his key people fired. And that created uh, the impression that, well, these guys don't know what they're doing. So therefore, uh, we're going to be able to push them around. And they did. Uh, they, they did a lot of that. And they created a lot of chaos that kept Trump from getting more done than he got done. But as I said, he got, he got a fair amount of things done. But if you if you get the administration to cave in on, a, on an important one like that where they should have just told the FBI, forget about it. We've looked at the evidence. The evidence isn't there. You're, not, you're lying to us. And I think it's one of the reasons that when Trump had that sit-down dinner with James, James Comey, the very corrupt former head of the FBI, and said, you know, can I trust you? There's a reason he asked that. Because Comey and his bunch, and and look what's in the news in the last couple of days, Kevin. The FBI is still cheating and lying. It is a, and and I hate to say this because I have admired the FBI for a long time, but they have missed some of the biggest warning signals of terrorist attacks and mass shootings and everything else over the years. Uh, They don't have a great record there. And now we know and have known for several years that they they are a corrupt organization that lets itself be used for political purposes now do i suppose there are special agents down at the at the ground floor level in places like boise that are good people and follow the law yeah i do but if the top of your organization is corrupt 
and allows itself to be used for political purposes to advance political agendas, then you're working for a corrupt organization. Whether what you're doing at your level is legit or not, if you're working for a corrupt organization, that's what you're working for, a corrupt organization that has helped to, uh, to really damage America in, 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 and damage people's faith in government. Because if you can't trust uh, an agency with the kind of power that the FBI has, then, then what can you trust? Lars Larson, quickly, uh, Arizona, how do you think that's going to play in the governor's race? I, I think Ms. Lake is gonna, I, I think it's going to go well. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think overall, I think the red wave is going to hit, and I think voters are going to send a message. They're sick and tired of what's going on. And I'll, a side note on, on Biden and everybody else, usually if you find out that you're in trouble, like they say when you're digging a hole and you realize you're in the hole, the first step is stop digging. They're, they're not going to stop digging. They're still digging a hole for the whole country, and they're digging it on inflation, on energy, on relations. I mean, for example, you know I've got a soft spot for Taiwan because I was born there, and it's a great country, a great freedom-loving country, not part of mainland China. We've got China that, as Nancy Pelosi plans a visit, not that I'm the biggest fan of Nancy Pelosi, I'm not. I think she's corrupt as well. But when a major U.S. official says, I'm going to go visit one of our allies, and, and Taiwan is an ally, and China says, if you fly in with a U.S. fighter jet escort for safety, we're going to shoot your plane down, China threatens to shoot a plane containing a U.S. official, whether I like Nancy Pelosi or not. She's an official of our government. If a a, a nuclear-armed superpower, China, says we will shoot down a plane with one of your officials on it. If, if, if uh, the U.S. caves in to those kinds of threats, say she doesn't go to Taiwan, oh, well, if they're threatening us, we better not go. Then, you know, how about game over? What, what are you telling the chai that That we own Joe Biden, and I think they do. They own him lock, stock, and barrel, and he'll do whatever they tell him to do. Now, how dangerous is that, Kevin, when you've got China that has not at all tried to hide its, its aspirations to replace the U.S. as the most powerful economic force on Earth, the most powerful military force on Earth, and the country that calls the shots for the rest of the world? A very do, dangerous... you want us, do you want us to be in that spot? Exactly. Lars Larson, we don't, but we appreciate you. we got to run. We missed you last week. Glad you're back, sir. Thank you, sir. Take care, Kevin. Take care, Lars. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. KIDO Talk Radio. Kevin Miller now. 580-5436. That's 580-KIDO. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. Let's get to the phones. Brian, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Brian. Hey, Kevin. Uh, I just wanted to remind people of a little bit of history and who they are. Um, back in the day, uh, before we had the United States seal, one of our founders made a seal. And I want, if you got, your guys got a computer there and anybody can do this, they can pull it up, Google it, whatever. This saying, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. And if you pull up this seal, it was made by Franklin. And on this seal is a picture of the children of Israel and Moses with a pillar of fire and the Egyptians drowning in the sea. So, Kevin, why would Benjamin Franklin want that as the United States seal? 
I don't know. Think about that for a sec. What would have happened to the children of Israel if they would have said, no, Moses, we don't want you. We're going to stay and be obedient to the Pharaoh of Egypt. What would have happened to the children of Israel? Wouldn't have been good. Yeah. So why did Benjamin Franklin, who went off in the wilderness, like the children of Israel did, and rebelled against a tyrant, the king of England, want that? Do you think he saw similar things happening in America? I'd say. Yeah. So, the question is, who's the tyrant? And when do you got to rebel? And is, are you being obedient by rebelling against that tyrant? Just something to think about for y'all. And Kevin, one more thing. Last Friday, the House passed H.R. 1808. It wouldn't have passed if it wasn't for two rhinos. I watched it live, and five Democrats voted nay against yeah. that bill. And two Republicans voted yay. And for all of you out there that think, you know, an AK is a weapon of war and an AR-15, it's just not those. If you have a pistol that's semi-automatic and it holds over 10 rounds and can be converted to full auto, that's an assault weapon to Democrats. That's the vast majority of weapons in the United States right now, Kevin. So... Tell me again, they aren't coming to take your guns. If you believe that, I don't know how to help you. And I'm not saying this because, Kevin, I'm, I, when I call into your radio and I say, if you pass red flag laws and you're going to do them in Idaho, I want you to come to my house first. It's not because I'm going to have a shootout with whoever comes. It's because I'm going to take you to court. And I'm going to do it the right way, and we'll take it all the way up to the Supreme Court, and we'll reverse this junk that tyrants pass. Any questions for me, Kevin? No, I think you spelled it out. Thank you. Thank you. Jerry in Nampa, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. You can spot them. Jerry. Oh. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, I just uh, something just hit me right between the eyes when Lars was talking about what a wonderful family weekend he had up at Silverwood in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I just happened to uh, get, uh, I think it was Steve Bannon's War Room. It was a Twitter this morning. And a little video of the family-friendly Gay Pride Week in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, where a very large pedophile transvestite drag queen exposed himself on stage to a bunch of little kids standing right at stage side. Um, he pulled his pants down, squatted down, and spread his legs apart. Of course, it was all fuzzed out. But you should have seen the look on the little kids that had their little rainbow flags scraped over their shoulders. Their mouths dropped open. They couldn't believe it. So anyway, people in Idaho, you better wake up because it's here. 
Anyway, that's all I got to say, Kevin. I got to get back to work. You have a great day. Thank you, Jerry. Be uh, be cool today. Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio brings you the world. Traffic and weather together. Very hot day today. Very dangerous. Good morning, Dave. Traffic now still dealing with that accident. I-84 eastbound right on the corner of Orchard, right at the end of the runway. So watch for that as you go eastbound. It's on the right-hand side. And a reminder, several school districts are back in session today, so you're going to find those school zones being enforced. Check out the AZEC Company's premium Timber Tech decking and railing at TimberTech.com. Or for a great career with a great company, find the AZEC Company on Indeed or at AZECCO.com. That's A-Z-E-K-C-O.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot highs today reaching near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. I'm Karen McHugh. Massachusetts Democrat Senator Ed Markey, now leading a congressional delegation in Taiwan, says the U.S. has a moral obligation to prevent a conflict with China. And we must do more to bring Taiwan into the global discussions about how we tackle planetary challenges, including the climate crisis. Chinese military maneuvers over and around the island continue. It's one year since the U.S. pulled out from Afghanistan and the Taliban takeover there. An investigation by Republican members of the House Foreign Affairs Committee concludes poor planning from the White House on down led to tragic yet avoidable outcomes. This just validates uh, what, what we thought was going on all along. It outlines the lack of planning, the lack of, the lack of urgency by the White House, uh, by the National Security Council, by the State Department. GOP Congressman Ronnie Jackson of Texas on Fox. America is listening to Fox News. Hey, it's Sean Hannity and Kevin Miller at KIDO for your carpool station. Hey, Sean, in the Gem State, do we go left or right? Kevin, in Idaho, we drive the right way. My buddy Kevin, he drives you into work in the morning. I'll take you home. I don't know, Sean. It could get bumpy. Now, we take a lot of right turns, Kevin, so buckle up. That's great advice, Sean. Hey, carpool with my friend Kevin Miller and me, Sean Hannity, mornings and afternoons on KIDO. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now still dealing with that accident. I-84 eastbound right on the corner of Orchard right at the end of the runway. So watch for that as you go eastbound. It's on the right-hand side. And a reminder, several school districts are back in session today. So you're going to find those school zones being enforced. Check out the AZEC Company's premium Timber Tech decking and railing at TimberTech.com. Or for a great career with a great company, find the AZEC Company on Indeed or at AZECCO.com. That's A-Z-E-K-C-O.com. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot highs today reaching near 100. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Sean Hannity this afternoon. Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. Well, there we have it. We've got uh, just a lot of optimism today. Jerry from Nampa talking about uh, Steve Bannon covering Idaho. By the way, if you go to our website, KIDOTalkRadio.com, you'll see a big story that uh, I just posted that you have an NFL team with some ties to this area actually vacationing in Idaho. Find out which NFL team uh, hung out in Idaho. And, of course, it appears that everybody who's anybody is now going to Coeur d'Alene. And Sun Valley continues to be uh, another prominent place for folks. 
But my thought, my concern at 580-5436-580-KIDO, and again, we had a lot of people um, share this uh, with us, is, you know, are we losing the culture, the very fabric of conservative Idaho? Well, Kevin, don't you, you know, um, listen to your own program, but I'll reveal who my source was who, who told me. It was Mrs. Miller and her friend, Jessica decided they had some business to attend in Sun Valley. So what they did was they made a a plan. They went up there Thursday, and you go through Haley, of course, and then Ketchum, and then Sun Valley. And what do you see? You see the airport, and the airport's filled with all these jets. And they ran into a couple people that they know because they've been here forever. Some guy running around on Instagram saying, hey, I worked out with Mark Wahlberg. Well, great. Mark Wahlberg, by the way, was in Idaho. And then you have, you know, people should be able to, to come in and do whatever they want. But is it really necessary? And maybe you've hung out with the Hollywood elite. I, I haven't. Uh, I'm trying to think of who's the most elite person. I, a Tea Party Bob would be the most elite person that I, I've hung out with. And in fact, if the good Lord said you could pick between Tea Party Bob and Mark Wahlberg, I would pick Tea Party Bob. Nothing against Mark Wahlberg, but Tea Party Bob is a real person. And, you know, I I think you have to go with real people. However, back to my point that you have these folks, and again, it's capitalism at its finest. They come in, they have their big boom, boom yachts, land yachts. They have their private planes, and I'm sure they have their private restaurants. And you're going, well, is that really what being an American and being an Idahoan is about? Well, Kevin, I don't want to hang out with any Hollywood elites, and I'm glad they're not coming down here. Well, not yet, but I, I don't think that we, I mean, we have Wahoos. I don't know if Wahoos can can handle, Wayne. you know, has the same type of water slide that apparently Wayne Gretzky's house does. But the point being that here you have at one time, and maybe I'm mistaken, maybe I'm mistaken, where you would think that people would want to come here and want to be part of, you know, the community, part of the folks. And maybe that's why Montana is so big and so expansive and so popular that you have, you know, famous NFL people like Tom Brady and others that go to Montana and they, you know, vacation, people leave them alone, they train and then they leave. To me, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, and again, Maybe I'm mistaken. Is it really necessary to have these big land yachts that are obnoxious? And I guess it's a good thing thinking about it. Because it employs people that drive these folks around and that work on these massive, uh, you know, resorts that uh, that they come to, to, to be. Uh, again, to me, I'm just thinking to myself, is this really what Idaho is about? And, and maybe it is, and I'm mistaken. Phone numbers here. 580-5436-580-KIDO. I mean, you come in and you have a vacation. One great thing about having a vacation is that, you know, you sit back and you you get away from things. and It becomes so enjoyable that what do you want to do? You want to stay there the whole time. You realize you can't. And speaking of getting away from a vacation, getting away from everything else, the Joe Biden administration has said that, no, we're not in a recession, but a recession means that we're going to have a strong economy. 
Now, Sweet William, myself, Ugo, and Bo have put this together. Take a listen to our special tribute to the Biden administration. All signs are that this is a strong economy and the probability of a recession within the next year is not particularly elevated. It's a strong economy and, and nothing about it suggests that it's that it's close to or vulnerable to a recession. I don't expect a recession. No, no one is predicting a recession now. We are not expecting that we are already in the recession. In fact, the guts and the bones of this economy remain strong. These are not the marks of an economy in recession. Right now, we don't see a recession. Right now, that is not, we're not in a recession right now. This is not an economy that's in recession. Not only is a recession not inevitable, but I think that a lot of people are underestimating those strengths and the resilience of the American economy. We have a strong labor market, which you don't normally see in a recession. A recession is broad-based weakness in the economy. We're not seeing that now. In your view, is a recession in the United States inevitable? No. Yeah, thanks, Joe. By the way, Joe has COVID again. And what we're trying to do, I suppose, is trying to find some good news. Now, we can talk about the Chinese threatening to get Nancy Pelosi. We can talk about the endless gas prices and the impact it's having on real Americans. Uh, But here you have an administration that is just sitting there doing their own thing, ignoring the obvious. And I was listening to something earlier this morning that in April, there were all signs that there was a, uh, you know, the economic indicators that we were in an inflationary cycle. And instead of acting in April, the administration is waited now. And again, we have the rates going up. We have folks that are, are working hard now in real estate and mortgages and others. Uh, because of the high interest rates and the housing prices seem to be adjusting. As I've written about, and you can check out the, the work on KIDOTalkRadio.com, we are in an adjustment. To me, I don't know how st- sustainable it was last year where we had houses going, uh, you know, not even being put on the market uh, because the property values were were going so high. It was like a run on the market. Now we have some adjustments and... You know, you have people that have had, you know, they have houses on the market, which is very different from what we've had for the past couple of years. But the Biden administration continues to tell us, hey, this is great. And I I suppose you have to take a look at yourself and say, are we in a recession? The Biden administration will say, well, no, Kevin Miller, we're not in a recession. And the reason why we're not in a recession is because people still have jobs. And the jobs are are plentiful, although you have to work two or three jobs now. Two or three jobs now just to afford the basic needs that were affordable a couple of years ago with gas prices at an overall low. Now, what's coming out of Washington is you have the liberals saying that Joe Biden is the comeback kid because Joe Manchin has agreed to this climate change bill. It is going to be 106 degrees in the Treasure Valley. How many of us are buying into the climate change argument? Alan, Mike, good morning. What is the Axios One Big Thing today? Well, good morning. Happy August, Jonathan. And the Axios One Big Thing is Biden's winning streak. So you've been talking on the show about President Biden's legislative victories. 
uh, uh, right over my shoulder here. But pull back the camera and we'll see that what those add up to over these two years is a rewiring of big parts of the American economy. So we just saw the new investments in uh, chip making in the U.S., early big investments in the U.S. capacity to uh, make vaccines, get ready for the next threat. Of course, the infrastructure bill. And an interesting twist to this, Jonathan, is that there's an America first populist uh, streak to this. That is more oil drilling here, making more vaccines here. Uh, with a possible victory coming up, uh, more clean energy here, and possibly the biggest uh, in history. Now, uh, asterisk to this is that so far, President Biden doesn't seem to be getting a lot of credit for this. He hasn't explained it as well as he could. But when you add it up, it is a remarkable record. Yeah, and the president, of course, taken off uh, the field for at least a little bit right now while back in COVID isolation. His aides, though. Can you actually believe this? These folks are selling that Joe Biden is the comeback kid. He has a remarkable record. Okay. And I and I really don't understand when when you um when you go to the gas pump and maybe it's some type of federal legislation or something something like that. I love those magnets or stickers. One with Joe Biden going, Joe did that, or I did this. And then now you've got a new one with President Trump going, Joe did it. And here you have the media that continues to cover up for Hunter Biden. Here you have the media that continues to cover up for the high gas prices. Now saying that Joe Biden is the comeback kid that the, the economy is doing well, that he's accomplished a lot? Yes. Apparently, he's done a lot to us and continues to do a lot for us. It's like at work where you have the person that you know shouldn't have the job, but they still do, and it's only a matter of time. You think before a course correction happens, and the course correction hasn't happened. Maybe it'll be in 2022. Maybe it'll be in 2024. But clearly, the country is on the wrong path. We've got the Chinese threatening to blow up the Speaker of the House's plane, the Russians invading Ukraine. We're celebrating a, a loaf of bread, or a figuratively a big loaf of bread, lots of loaves of breads uh, uh, you know, coming out of the Ukraine because the Turks negotiated with the Russians. And these guys are, are saying to us, at 580-5436, 580-KIDO, that this guy's doing a great job? Can you believe that? Coming up next, one former congresswoman says puberty blockers promoted by the Biden administration are, quote, child abuse. We'll talk about it next. KIDO Talk Radio. Reuben Miller now. Sean Hannity this afternoon. KIDO Talk Radio. You're listening to a Kevin Miller replay. Let's get to the phones. Lucille, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Lucille. Good morning, Kevin. How are you doing? Not bad. And you? Well, hanging out there. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, hanging in there, rather. Um, Kevin, uh, of course, the, you know, as usual, the administration is lying about, uh, about you know, the inflation not being an inflation, 
No, everything is, you know, hunky-dory. Everything is going wonderfully. And uh, why not? There are people who believe them. The same people who accuse us of being stupid for believing Trump's lies to us, they are the ones who say, oh, come on, guys, he lied to you. How can you believe it? And then you say, well, did you vote for Joe Biden? And they say, oh, yes, of course I did. I mean, I support him fully. He's doing a wonderful job. So you immediately start thinking you're in the twilight zone when that happens. And it doesn't seem to affect them in the, I mean, they're completely unaware of the fact that they are telling us that a president with all his faults, like Trump, lied to us. And yet this president, you know, gave us the best economy in years, made America great again, and all that. And yet they're going to this other man who is screwing the country in the ground, Oh, but he's doing a wonderful job. So somebody's crazy here, Kevin, and it's not you and me. I, I would agree with you on that. Uh, it's uh, the bizarro world that we live in. Yes, and it's uh, it, actually it's a hypocritical lying world of the left. And, of course, I do fully uh, concur with... Um, Lars Larson, when he says that China owns Biden, absolutely. And I would add Pelosi and uh, a few others in there. And the reason, that might be the reason why, in spite of the fact that their numbers are tanking, you know, I mean, going down like anvils, is uh, because they, 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 uh, they're owned by China. China wants to become what America used to be, the first power in the world, the first country and all that sort of thing. But in order for that to happen, Kevin, what must happen first? America has to go. And that is, in my opinion, and yes, it's my conspiracy theories, and I'm sticking to it. And that is why they, these people are completely screwing the country in the ground. And in spite of the numbers, you know, going down the drain, there's some in the nose at everybody and saying, yeah, it's wonderful, and we're doing it, and we're going to keep doing it. Well, there can only be one reason for that, and it's because that's the way China wants it. China has to eliminate America before becoming, before they become what, you know, America used to be. And so who better to help them than people who will, you know, destroy the country from within? Is it possible, though, to get it back, considering China still manufactures most of our pharmaceuticals? I think it's possible, Kevin. It's going to take a long time. But first of all, we have to get rid of this witch's coven that is this administration, okay? Every one of them, we have to get rid of the rhinos, the minimis. And um, it, it is possible, Kevin. Anything is possible, if you put your mind to it. Now, the problem is, it's going to take an awful lot of work. It's going to take an awful lot of time. And, yeah, it, you know, it's going to be painful. But it can be done, Kevin. All we need is the determination of a good government that is pro-America and not pro-China or pro-themselves. And it can be done. Now, as usual, 
cleaning up the mess of Town Square Media Station. 580 AM, KIDO Nampa, K298CN Boise, 107.5 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio, Fox against the FBI. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. Homeland Security and FBI officials are warned of increased threats against staff and agencies following the search of former President Trump's Florida state. About the FBI more broadly, Trump is now saying the FBI has a long and unrelenting history of being corrupt. Just look back to the days of J. Edgar Hoover. In the modern era, nothing has changed except that it has gotten far worse. That sentiment is now at the heart of a new DHS and FBI memo about threats to federal agents. Part of that memo warns of, quote, an increase in violent threats posted on social media against federal officials and facilities, including a threat to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of FBI HQ. Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. A judge has rejected Senator Lindsey Graham's efforts to avoid testifying before a special grand jury in Atlanta investigating whether former President Trump and his allies broke any laws while trying to overturn his 2020 general election loss in the state. Jailed basketball star Brittany Griner's appealing her drug conviction. Brittany Griner's attorney says she filed an appeal of her nine-year prison sentence for smuggling drugs into Russia after bringing cannabis vape cartridges illegally last February through a Moscow airport. The U.S. State Department declared Griner wrongfully detained and her case has raised concerns that she's being used as a political pawn in Russia's war against Ukraine. The Biden administration, meantime, has also offered a controversial prisoner swap with Russia to try and bring Griner home. Fox's Jeff Manasso. China announcing more military drills around Taiwan as the self-governing island's president met with members of another congressional delegation. It threatens to renew tensions between Beijing and Washington just days after a similar visit by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. America's listening to Fox News. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. To you, my love, my heart, I surrender just as soon as I deal with yonder fender bender. Cause my ice cream truck is the way I make cash, so I'll buy you a ring when I lose this dress rash. Owning a small business isn't always as lovely as it sounds, but at least Progressive Commercial saves you money with personalized discounts. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I'm gonna make you so happy sometime next year, I hope. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage and discounts not available for all vehicles or states. Policy terms and conditions apply. Congress has passed a key bill in President Biden's agenda, along with other bipartisan measures, but lawmakers are unlikely to tackle any more big-ticket items before the midterms. The Senate and House both spent days in August, usually reserved for a long recess, passing the Inflation Reduction Act, a package from Democrats aimed at reducing drug prices for seniors and boosting climate spending. In recent weeks, lawmakers have also signed off on major bills to bolster the semiconductor industry, enhance health benefits for veterans, and improve 
Finland and Sweden joining NATO. That flurry of activity is now likely on hold. Neither the House nor Senate is due back in regular session until September, and little else is likely to advance beyond a spending deal needed to prevent a government shutdown on October 1st. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Florida's alligator season kicked off this morning. It's legal to hunt alligators in Florida starting today. Gator season begins with some relaxed rules, including round-the-clock hunting and the issuing of permits to young and senior citizen hunters. Florida only sells around 7,000 permits, which can cost a few hundred bucks for Florida residents, but $1,000 For visiting hunters, last year more than 7,500 gators were bagged. Florida's wildlife officials estimate there are more than 1.3 million gators living in the state. Gator season runs through November 1st. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News. The Brad Pitt action film Bullet Train led all movies and ticket sales for a second straight weekend, bringing in an estimated $13.4 million. D.C. League of Super Pets came in second with $7.2 million in ticket sales. Top Gun Maverick returned to third place in its 12th week of release with $7.15 million in sales in theaters across the country. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM, 580 AM. Hey, it's Kevin Miller, and I would personally like to invite you to join the KIDO Talk Radio app family. It's free on Apple, it's free on Google, and we hope every day to earn that real estate on your phone. You're going to get app alerts, what's going on at the station, what's going on in the community, and you can get the Kevin Miller Show, the Sean Hannity Show, anytime without any problems concerning reception. It's great, it's free, it's conservative. It's the KIDO Talk Radio app. Get it today.